Hi everyone, welcome to Mum Can't Cook. Uh, what you're about to hear is a recording of a live show that we did this past week at the Loading Bar in Stoke Newington. Um, so this is a long-winded way of saying it might sound worse than usual, but no! it's still it's still listenable. It sounds still, pretty good, I think. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, you know, our isolated studio voices, but if you're wondering why, what all of that kind of laughing sound is, it's a live audience. Thank you so much to Loading Bar for hosting that live show. I had a truly, truly tremendous time. And thank you so much to everyone who came down to see it. It was brilliant. It was lovely to see all of your shining faces and truly astonishing to find that we could launch a podcast and only this many episodes <laughs> in, uh, you know, to have hit home and resonated with so yeah. many of you. It's really lovely. So, yes. Another warning, uh, being the enormous show-offs we are, we managed to go about twice as long as we usually do because people were laughing at our jokes. So, <laughs> What were we supposed to do? A slightly longer episode than usual, but hopefully that's a good thing. Hopefully, so, yeah, um, hopefully, hopefully that's, a, that's a plus. If you don't want to listen to the whole thing, but you do want to know what your homework is for the next episode, we had it be decided by the crowd, as you will hear at the end of the show. Um, but if you just want to know that right now, the next uh, decom that we're going to be doing on the podcast is Now You See It. It's about... An aspiring TV producer is searching the country for the world's greatest kid magician. But wait, <laughs> there's a catch. It turns out his magic is real. <laughs> so there you go. World's greatest kid magician. His magic is real. That's the pitch. It's Now You That's See the... It. Yeah. Find it on Disney+. Plus. Also, for next time, um, I'm putting it out there. I want everyone... Every single person. <laughs> everyone. Not everyone. But if you feel like it, I would like everyone to have a go at the line from Halloween Town. Go, Marnie. It's just an evil spell that freezes us. Yeah. Uh, if you want to just like record it in the voice app, uh, voice notes app on your phone, um, however you want to do it. Uh, I'm interested to see if we can get a better line reading than we got from Debbie Reynolds. That's so, right. Please do send your uh, your line readings of Go Marnie, It's Just an Evil Spell That Freezes Us to momcantcookpod at gmail.com. And for the avoidance of doubt, yes, we know that in Halloween Town, the actual line is slightly different. It's like, Marnie, it's go. go. It's... It's a de- but uh, forget yeah. that. It's it's done. It's in the past. Your yeah. line is the one that we've settled on. As... Which is Go Marnie, It's Just an Evil Spell That Freezes Us. There you go. So please do send them in and we'll uh, pick our, our favourite ones and play them on the podcast. All right. I think that's enough from us, Andy. Should we pass mm. over to us in the past slightly? Yeah, pass over to past us. See how they get on. I'm a fish boy who skates for Team X, plays with a leprechaun, who plays basketball. Come to my smart house, meet my alien sister. Don't come hungry, because I'll bet my mom can't. Oh. and a drink and everything. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming to this live episode of Mom Can't Cook, a DCOM podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andy. Hello, I'm the other host, Luke. Yes, this week we're talking about a vampire film. I myself uh, was bitten by a much more popular podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say Mark Which... Kermode. Oh, Kermode! <laughs> yeah. how, did, how did Kermode... How did he well, get he got, you? he got interrupted halfway through feeding, and I'm a sort of like degraded rubbish movie <laughs> podcaster now. Oh. Because yeah, he only, got, he only got half done. Simon Mayo just got me outside the bi- the bins. <laughs> but, uh, he just he just hit me hard with a pipe. I don't think there was a supernatural element. Yeah. Uh, he just he said he'd taken a look at the podcast rankings and he didn't like what he was seeing. <laughs> didn't He's, like the way things were going. <laughs> 
Right, uh, we'll have to yeah. cut all this from the real podcast. Yeah. In case, um, I in think case you we... should threaten to kill Simon Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to get it on tape right now that yeah. I believe Simon Mayo has killed and will kill again. Oh. Okay. Can you tell we've only done eight episodes? <laughs> um, That's all right. not enough for a live episode. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay, fine. Thank well, you so much for coming. Housekeeping. Uh, we're going to yes. run for approximately uh, an hour, and then there will be an interval of about 15 minutes, during which time we strongly encourage you to go get uh, some drinks. Um, enjoy those drinks. Enjoy those drinks. Uh, because, yeah, a huge thanks to Lodi Bar for, for putting us up, mm. and for this pint that I've just discovered behind my laptop. <laughs> That's great. That doesn't happen most times I look behind my laptop. Yeah. You don't have to drink blood. There's other stuff. They actually don't sell... I just... Oh, no. The bar just gave me a thumbs up. They do sell blood. You've got blood. Okay. <laughs> All right. Blood's an option. Okay. This week, we're talking about a Disney Channel original movie called Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Yes. And we're going to show you the Disney Channel's promo clip that they ran to promote this film when it came out in 1999. So uh, here is, hopefully, the clip. The Hanson kids are dying to get their mom out on a date. She'll go out, then we'll go out. Why don't I feel better about this? But when they find out... Dimitri's a vampire. Good point. They'll be dying to get her out of it. I'm not going to let Dimitri turn mom into an onion. What? Disney Channel presents... I have the power. Yeah, right. Mom's got a date with a vampire. A Disney Channel original movie starring Caroline Ray. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Tomorrow at 8, 7 central on Disney Channel. Okay, so that was like their best foot forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they had all the footage and all the audio of the movie available. Those were the best things <laughs> yeah, yeah. that happened. The in editor it. just said, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> maybe... If- no, it's, no. It, does, it doesn't look good. Yeah. It's good. It's, yeah. I mean, it's kind of spoilery. You see all those fangs and that in it. Yeah. I mean, it's called Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. <laughs> That's kind of... Yeah, spoiler alert, the vampire is real. It's quite a straightforward story. Uh, a tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. Um, top line narrative. Three siblings. Adam, Chelsea, Taylor. Uh, Adam and Chelsea want to get Mum out the house for one night so they can both go off and do things they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Going to concerts. Yeah. No, thank you. They're the Hanson family, so one of them is called Taylor Hanson. Which, yeah. Uh... <laughs> which, I mean, this was, like, this movie was made in peak Taylor Hanson existed, I think, at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I uh... guess didn't have good enough lawyers or something. <laughs> well, when you're a kid, you only get kid lawyers, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Doogie, no, Doogie Howes is a doctor. He's a doctor, man, for God's sake. Is there like a Little Perry Mason? Yeah, Little Perry Mason. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Little Perry that's Mason. probably a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's the top line story. Mm. We, should dive, we should dive into the, yeah, the nitty gritty. So, so the film opens, um, kind of, it's quite similar to Under Wraps in a way, because it opens yes. with a film within a film. Whereas in Under Wraps, it was a kind of horrifying, gory body horror thing where a guy gets a fork in his eye yeah this is um this is a vampire movie so um there's a count called count krelsky yeah and he's got a a woman in his thrall and then her lover turns up and he says my true love will defeat you count krelsky and he's like true love how quaint but it does actually work so maybe that will come in useful later the Mm. fact that true love can defeat a vampire's curse did you think for even one second that this movie within a movie was the movie or were you 
No, it's called Mum's Got a Date with a Vampire, and it starts with a vampire, so maybe that's the vampire. You know, I if I was an 11 year old in 1999 who'd been on the internet once. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit but Uh, fine okay okay. but anyway it is a film within a film uh, and it's being watched by Adam Hansen Mm -hmm. who is just has again has made horror movies and specific I suppose not so much horror movies but monsters his whole personality yes but he's specific he's particularly into vampires and he's obviously watched this film a lot because he's sort of mouthing the words as they're being said on the screen which nowadays no, fine. There are many movies that I can mouth the words along to, and and yeah, everyone most agree- of them are decoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's sounding less and less reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, but b- bearing in mind, like, how often does Adam get to watch uh, the what's it called, the Return of Count uh, Krelsky? The something of Count Krelsky. The, the something, castle of Count Krelsky. The castle. Something like that. The castle or return of Count Krelsky. The something of Count Krelsky. Count Krelsky's big movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, yeah. like, how often does he get to see that? Probably not very often, so it's weird that he mouths along to it. In conclusion, Adam's weird. But yeah. Yeah. Well, this, what this does is it sets up the personalities of the kids. So Adam is watching a horror film and mouthing the words and sort of like looking at it a bit too hard and he's weird about it. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, the sister, she's on the phone to a boy. And she's doing it right there when Adam's watching TV. And the youngest child, Taylor, is, is cowering behind the sofa. Yeah. Very distressed <laughs> by the sort of the PG vampire movie that's happening. So, uh, you know, that sets up the kids. And the next thing that happens is that um, the, the mom comes in. Yeah. Uh, and we, yeah, we meet the, the, the mom. Let's just start saying mum from this point, shall we? <laughs> uh, Lynette. Yeah. She's Lynette, she's called. Yeah. Um, she is wearing a jacket... That is doing a lot of storytelling. <laughs> it's yeah, environmental jacket storytelling. Yeah, the sto- the jacket is telling the story of uh, a mom who is busy. She works. She's got and, a job. Yeah, she's got a job. If you can imagine. And that's probably why her kids are home alone, flirting on the phone and scarring themselves with horrifying films. Uh, yeah, she <laughs> the gets three home. activities in her house. Yeah, she gets home yeah. too late to stop this, probably. Been at work all day. Been at work neglecting the kids. Neglecting the kids. Uh, but you know, so there you go. Nineties. It's, it's a yeah. It's a moral fable. If you are a woman and you work, you will have to date a vampire. <laughs> you so. will come home and your children are showing each other video nasties. Uh, video nasties. Video. <laughs> that is a genre term. Cur- the thrall of Kermode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's for like, I don't know, uh, Cannibal Holocaust, not this PG vampire movie. <laughs> well, I think we all know that that's... I mean, we don't... This is only the opening scene of Kowalski. <laughs> I assume it gets real nasty. Gets after that. Real... Yeah. yeah, well, okay, fair yeah. enough. Okay. Yeah, so the next, the next scene is um, Adam, he gets on the dial-up internet to look up Vampire Hunter websites. <laughs> His mum knocks on the door, yeah. and then he, he like closes all the... turns off the computer, he's like, don't look! Don't look! <laughs> don't look, mum, don't look! I think um, mum would be relieved to find that it's vampire websites. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, but yeah. Then we get some. Then we get some backstory about the mum because she's there. Why is she there? Do you remember? Uh, she's there. Wait, you, you mean like why is the why mom is she in the like, house? Why is she, no, not why is she in the house. Oh right, yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. Why is she at Adam's room when he's trying to look okay. up vampire hunter websites? Because uh, she's there to break the what she thinks is going to be the difficult news. That it's been a little while since the the divorce, mm. uh, and dad working all the time. Working all the time, probably. probably. Dad couldn't. Dad couldn't stand it. Yeah. 
said, I'm supposed to be working all this. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so dad, um, uh, yeah, dad is getting remarried. Uh, and the mum just found out. The mum just found out about it. Dad, obviously being a real off-screen pos, uh, has already <laughs> has already sprung the wedding on the kids uh, without warning the mum, who will have to pick up all of the emotional pieces of this. Uh... T- Taylor's a ring bearer in the in the yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah, and mum's like the last to find out. Yeah. So no, but this tells us that the dad, who we never see, sucks real bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Lynette is certainly better off without. Um, can we talk about? the internet that the kid that that adam's on because i mean it's the same internet that we have now i know yeah it's the the internet is the internet no but but it's special he's on the vampire hunter deep web or something well it's more that like this is actually the first decom that we have done on the podcast where one of the protagonists is very very much online there was a little bit of it in smart house because, you know... He had to enter the Smart House competition on the Yeah, he had to go to smarthousecompetition.org yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Click on the yes, yeah. I want to Smart House button. This is the... When in, in lockdown, when we were watching all the decoms, our kind of shorthand for what Adam's doing here was the kid internet. Mm. Um, and that, that's kind of what he's on. And I think it's really sweet, in a way, uh, because you get a sense of how Disney, the Disney Channel presents surfing the web in the 90s. Basically... The idea of online safety doesn't exist yet. Yeah. So, like, obviously, on the Disney Channel, we can show Adam alone in his room, like, just cruising random websites. He's got free access to the entire 90s internet. Yeah, he, like, just types in, I want to physically meet a vampire hunter. In, in a, and <laughs> yes, like, please. It's, it's like, well, a website where you can do that. That's so weird. It says here that there are loads of them who want to meet me. That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Wow, the internet is so good. Yeah, uh, it happens a lot in Disney Channel films. There's a um, there's one about the son of the president called First Kid, where he gets groomed on a on a snake website. Yeah, yeah. So Which so is, like I think they just mentioned like Adams just you know he's in chat rooms and stuff and he's yeah meeting it's, it's just a, a weird quirk of decoms that obviously back in the in the day I guess. The internet was thought of as more of like a utility in the house. They've like, probably only ever been on the Disney website. And it's just yeah. a, a picture of Mickey doing stuff. And yeah. they're like, that's fine. <laughs> Quickly qualified doing stuff. <laughs> you know, catering and cavorting in his classic way. So he goes on, he goes on, um, he goes to Van Helsing's website. Uh, because, like, right? Because, like, Adam's got. Uh, he's just interested in vampires, isn't he? And he's but he's, so... he's got a magazine. Uh, the what's it called? The oh, the Weekly Secrets. The Weekly Secret, and yeah. the Weekly Secret has uh, an article about Vampire Hunter Van Helsing. Mm. And so he goes, he uses his computer to go on the internet, and he goes to Van Helsing's website. We don't see very much of it. But what you do see has real, like, GeoCities energy, if anyone is old enough to... Yeah, it's like, a, this site is under construction and a dancing baby. <laughs> and a, yeah. <laughs> but the baby is a vampire baby. Yeah, there's a web page counter back when yeah. that, you know, back when your... How many people visited your website wasn't a... A shameful Yeah. Well, so he's spending the time that he's supposed to be yeah. writing his school report on Malachi Van Helsing's Vampire Hunter website. Yeah. So the next scene is Adam is at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's wearing he's wearing a t-shirt of a band called The Headless Horseman, who do come back in later on. But that's, you know, that's pretty cool. I wonder if we'll get to see this band later in the film. <laughs> no. 
no, there's a great deal of uh, build-up, actually, isn't yeah. there? It's like, wow, the Headless Horseman, they're really cool. And actually, the, the Headless Horseman merch, to me, suggests a kind of... Like, not like Metallica, if they took themselves a little less serious. Iron Maiden, maybe, or Judas Priest, you know? like uh, I'm, I'm imagining more like a horror-themed rock. You know, like Halloween, like oh sort of, yeah, yeah. Horror the necromantics or yeah, 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 yeah yeah okay anyway they sound amazing I can't wait until they perform later in the film <laughs> um, yeah Adam's friend thinks he can get them tickets maybe mm. yeah but before that Adam has to read his class report it's going to be an essay about who he admires the most and the person that he has chosen is Malachi Van Helsing the uh, vampire hunter that uh, he was looking at the website of so let's have a clip of Adam's class reports. Are vampires real? There are those who believe they are. But if vampires walk the earth, who can stop them? One man, Malachi Van Helsing, a noted hematologist who abandoned his thriving New York City practice to devote his life to hunting down the undead. The vampires that Van Helsing himself believes Walk among us. Now we don't see the grade that he gets. I think. <laughs> I think the second he said, "Are vampires real?" Did <laughs> F. <laughs> Next, send, send him to the back. That'd be quite good if um if the teacher didn't let the kids do the whole presentation. It's like it works on a kind of a gong system. <laughs> it's kind of like you've got to keep me impressed, keep yeah. me on the hook. You know, you've only got that. You pitch it, pitch it. Like, our vampire's real. You're out. Gone. You're out of here. Out. You're out of school. <laughs> Expelled. Um, but yeah, he is just reading verbatim from The Weekly Secret, which is the... I guess it's supposed to be a kind of National Enquirer-style tabloid. Um, yeah, it's, it, it sounds like a sort of far-right QAnon website now. <laughs> yeah. It's got, it's got like... Um, it, it seems to mostly be about monsters and sci-fi and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you get um, the vibe. Kind of 14 times kind of. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Um so uh yeah, so Adam has this thing kind of hidden in a hidden in a folder. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's just quoting verbatim from the magazine, yeah. which to me suggests that the weekly secret actually sucks because if you <laughs> if you were someone who was interested in the paranormal and the unknown and you were interested in vampires and that kind of thing and you're like, "Oh good, the new weekly secret is out." I got to get down to my news agent. I got to pick it up, and then you opened it, and it started like, "Are vampires real?" Van Helsing thinks vampires are real. He abandoned his thriving New York City practice. <laughs> <laughs> he is a man who hunts vampires. Yeah. You'd be like, "Well, this is fairly top-level vampire stuff." Of course, <laughs> of course, I, a vampire fan, do know who Van Helsing is. Yeah. I thought this would be a little bit more nitty-gritty. Well, it's not. It's not a secret. He has a website. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Later, later, Taylor asks Adam if it's. I'm jumping ahead a bit, but Taylor later asks Adam, "Is it possible to get in touch with Van Helsing?" And 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 Adam's like, "I don't know." The the newspaper describes him as a shadowy and elusive figure, but also here's his website. Yeah, so, so yeah, so you can just go there. You can go to his GeoCities. Yeah. No wonder the world is infested with vampires. Van Helsing's working on his GeoCities nonstop. <laughs> Doing his he's HTML he's using Lycos Site Builder when he should be out there slaying the undead. Did you ever make a GeoCities website? Please say yes. <laughs> no, wait, no. Ah, uh, yeah, me either. Probably. <laughs> no, no, come on. All right. No, don't. Ah, uh, what was your GeoCities website about? Uh. <laughs> well, look it up. Is it what? still extant? It's not. No, God, no. Um, 
Lukewesterway.geocities. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope that's not a real URL. I, I can tell oh you I didn't God. make it. So, um, I well, I'll tell you what it aims to be. I'll tell you the vision. <laughs> um, imagine the definitive. <laughs> imagine the definitive repository of Dragon Ball Z gifts. <laughs> Aren't you sick of bouncing around from website to website trying to pick up good Dragon Ball Z gifts? <laughs> Wouldn't it be better? <laughs> wouldn't it be better if there was a one-stop shop? <laughs> Luke Westaway is a shadowy figure who abandoned his, thri- <laughs> his thriving YouTube channel to open the world's largest repository. Of yeah, and you know, like some of these gifts are like sprites from games that only came out in Japan. So, like, <laughs> were you making these? Gifts? No, I was going to GeoCities websites, downloading Steve the gifts, and rehosting them on my GeoCities. <laughs> but I aimed to do that to all the websites in the world, thus creating. <laughs> Thus creating the definitive archive. Right, so you were a Dragon Ball GIFs aggregator. Yes. <laughs> when you say that now, it actually sounds profitable. <laughs> if I was doing that now, if I was like Giphy, but for Dragon Ball... Uh, Giphy would probably buy me. Mm. And you cool, cool 10 mil. 26 years old at this point? Yeah. 26. Yeah, 26. Right. Yeah. yeah, 26. It was a hard year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway... Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> we'll cut that out, the real podcast. Um, Adam's friend got them backstage passes for the Headless Horseman. Mm. So what was the friend's name? I've forgotten it. Uh, the friend was called uh, Duffy. Duffy. Duffy has got them backstage passes for the Headless Horseman. Well, maybe. So yeah, yeah. Duffy's like, oh, I don't know. Duffy's an odd character. Can we briefly do a verbal description of Duffy? I, he is so nondescript. So high. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> no, no, but that's the, chi- the, chi- the child one. Yeah. The chi- Look, what they have gone for with Duffy is a kind of like stoner archetype. The fact that Duffy is 13 doesn't seem to have bothered the filmmakers at all. <laughs> when Adam talks to Duffy, Duffy's like, uh, what? I can't remember what we were talking about. I cannot Duffy's either a time traveller or high. <laughs> I can't fix any details of Duffy. I've got like a sort of pink balloon with a face on it in my head. Are like, you time travelling Duffy? Me? Yeah. yeah no, Is I that am. why my you, secret, can't, you yeah. can't remember Duffy? Yeah, that's yeah. it. It was yeah. me in that, this film. So that's du- why I did this Duffy's like, whoa, Adam, what? Headless Horseman. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, man. Didn't I? T- oh, yeah. You I know? I don't remember any of this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Duffy's my favourite character. <laughs> All right, well, he's got them backstage passes for the Headless Horseman, so things yeah. are looking good for that yeah. Headless Horseman concert. It's coming up. Yeah. It's oh, definitely going to happen. Um, <laughs> I just want to jump briefly back to the scene where Mum's telling Adam about Dad's wedding. Fine. Because it's a little difficult for her to have that conversation. And then when Mum leaves the room, Adam says, Hey, Mum, you're still the bomb. She's <laughs> like, thank you, sweetie. Did you think that sounded a little sexy? (laughs) (laughs) What do you take it to mean when Adam says to... (laughs) Don't look at... Who watched the film? Right, did you think it sounded weird when Adam said that? No! Thank you. All right. He's trying... You're really letting me twist in the wind here. His mum is obviously... The so-called podcast fans... You're really hanging me out to dry here. Look, his mum is obviously suffering from some self-esteem issues because her ex-husband is getting remarried and she needs a kind of affirmative statement. So he says, Mum, you're the bomb. And she's like, oh, that's really nice. You're still the bomb. You're still still the bomb. You still got it, Mum. (laughs) That's not what it says! (laughs) It's a... He did... No! (laughs) 
Mom, you look as good as you did. <laughs> All right, never mind. This is all coming out. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you see things that aren't there. <laughs> like Wyndham's blinking in Xenon. Yeah. Remember? And you were like, no, that No, at least one other person saw that. Okay, yeah, we did, did actually get an email from someone who said, yeah, the blinking was weird, so... Yeah, hey, maybe... if you're listening to this at home and you also thought that Adam is sexually attracted to his mother, then... <laughs> and please, please do email. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> that the line makes it sound <laughs> like... Okay, <laughs> Quick, quickly move on. Let's move on to the next scene where Adam and his... Oh, no, Adam and his mum. <laughs> all right, all right, let's hit fireworks. <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, yeah, okay. Right, oh. what's the next scene? Adam, is, his mum is mad at him because she got a call... Well, she come, she's doing her taxes or something. She's got all papers around because she's, she's working. Do, she's working. Working. From home. If you can imagine. As, yeah, right. And uh, she's got a call from the school, and they're saying Adam failed his history class. Yeah. Because he just read from <laughs> a far-right QAnon <laughs> about vampire And that's something we frown on, yeah. broadly speaking. Uh, um, but yeah, she says, you know, the rule, if you don't do your homework, Adam, you're grounded. So we've got oh, a yeah, we have here. a clip of the grounding. The grounding. Instead the of grounding me grounding. for the weekend, ground me for the whole week. No TV, no computer, no nothing. We'll just start Sunday. How's that sound? Please? Sorry, that's the way it is. <sighs> Enjoy your weekend, dweeb. You know what, Chelsea? Just for that remark, you're grounded too. But Mom, you can't. I've got a date with Peter tomorrow night. Okay. So Chelsea's grounded too. Chelsea's grounded as well. Um, okay, a couple of things I want to point out from just this little scene. Yes. One, <laughs> the, the sexual tension. <laughs> You felt it too. <laughs> Snaps, crackles, snaps. Could cut it with a knife. Right. One, all the way through this film, uh, Adam has this weird quirk. Uh, I guess they thought they would it would make him sound likable and, and fun. But he, he basically uses the then nascent grown-up language and vocabulary vocabulary of um, like therapy and emotional discourse uh, to get what he wants. And it's really effing annoying, and I hate it. Okay. Uh, do you know what I mean? He's like, I hadn't, like, hey, I hadn't noticed, I hadn't like put it into those words. But yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's incredibly manipulative and gaslights everyone, and he's yes. just the worst character in decom history. So when when he gets like when he gets grounded, he's like, oh, wait, mom, come on, let's let's. I'm just trying to dialogue here. Like, yeah. it's like, hey, horror movies could be a, a valuable tool for for childhood foundational learning and stuff. And he's kind of using the language and the verbiage to sort of twist things to get how he wants I, and it's really it, irritating I'm going to get ahead of this and just say I hate Adam <laughs> this is another one of those where Andy has to get ahead of how much he hates the teenager yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying yes again the character of Adam not the actor yes I'm yes not, yeah. he was doing a, doing doing a, a fine work doing with the material fine. given yes <laughs> um, yeah so basically there is a grounding the other thing I wanted to note with that clip is that I think that is a classic parenting thing where if the mom had known that he wanted to go to this concert mm. pre-grounding, she never would have done it. Because she says, you're grounded. And then Adam goes, oh, but there's I've, got, a he- the I've, I've got tickets to a Headless Horseman concert that night. And mom's like, oh, now I have to, now I have to stick to my guns. Stay, yeah. Now I have to die on this hill. If you not- he could have been out the house all night. 
Yeah. She's in the bath, lighting the scented candles. She's, She's yeah. back on the dating scene or, or She's whatever. She's dating vampires. But no, now she has to listen to Adam up in his room on cruising the vampire internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but so, so he's got the Heather Sourceman concert that he wants to go to. Yes. Chelsea is also grounded. She's got a date with Peter. Yeah, who uh, we never see. Yeah. So imagine what you want from, from Peter. Yeah, probably not a vampire. Yeah. Uh, he's a kind of stand-in boyfriend on the phone yeah yeah but um so they both got these plans they both want to do it and so they need a plan if only there was some way if only there was some way to get their mother out of the house well <laughs> i mean i would just sneak out the house um yeah but what if she came into the room to check you weren't looking at vampire hunter websites or, <laughs> or something uh i would arrange cushions on the computer chair to look like me <laughs> Okay. Okay. It's not a very good idea. Okay, for some reason, the only the only thing that they can think to do is to set mom up on a date that night. It's quite mm. a short notice. I think it's like Wednesday when this is happening, and they want to get mom on a date on Saturday night or Friday night. It's like yeah. for the weekend. I mean, Chelsea even says she's like, "How are you going to? How are these men going to get in touch with you before tomorrow?" And <laughs> if, she's like, well. "If only Adam had ready to hand some listing of the worst men in the world." <laughs> But he does, because, wouldn't you know it, The Weekly Secret has a personal section! Can I just say, The Weekly Secret absolutely would not have a personal section. <laughs> like... Yeah. Um... Yeah, they, uh, they go through the personal ads in, uh, in The Weekly Secret, and I believe yeah, we, we, have, have, yeah. we have a clip of that. Continental gentleman, handsome, debonair, suave, enjoys long strolls beneath the full moon, loves adventure, travel, wild animals, and women who long for romantic nights that will never end, looking for a delicate flower just waiting to blossom. Hates Italian food and turtlenecks? Whatever, he's great. Okay, so. Wolfsbane at netherlink.ro. Right. Dear Wolfsbane, read your ad. We want you to meet our mom. <laughs> so, so much. No, no good email has ever started, dear Wolfsbane. <laughs> so, dear Wolfsbane, you are summoned to appear <laughs> in court at the following date. Uh, yeah. Um, at this point, I think we should start a red flag counter for, <laughs> for Dimitri. For Dimitri, who is Wolf Spain. Wolf Spain. That's yes. We'll find out later. He's called Dimitri. But yes. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, the fact that his email address is Wolf Spain at Netherlink dot <laughs> There's a Romanian email address he has. So that's yeah. obviously where Transylvania was. I guess yeah. Netherlink. Netherlink. That's where all the <laughs> the ghosts and monsters go on the internet. Netherlink, not a reputable ISP. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. Yeah. I mean, I would say that the Weekly Secrets personal section is a self-selecting well, group of men you shouldn't get to your mum. <laughs> now, Chelsea okay, does yeah. bring this up. She says, well, what if they're all weirdos on this weirdo newspaper? Sure. And Adam says that all these guys have come pre-checked by the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> so the staff of the now, Weekly Secret have checked now, everyone, made sure they're not vampires and that. Initially, I thought, no way is the Weekly Secret doing checks on who puts ads in the personals, then I thought that would explain the quality of the journalism 
if they have made a promise to it to investigate everyone who's putting an ad in the personals, yeah. I can see why you'd be like, wow, okay, we've finally got them checked and weeded out the weirdos. We've got to go to print in two days, and I still haven't written, oh, vampire's real. <laughs> uh, oh, vampire's real. Van Helsing, have you played Castlevania? It's all basically all in there. And published. Having, having said that, I can fully believe that the personals ad is the only profitable part of the week. You see, <laughs> people are paying to put ads in. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Yeah, I can believe it. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's a constant gentleman continental Continent. <laughs> he enjoys long strolls beneath the moonlight and he hates Italian food and turtlenecks yeah so doesn't like garlic doesn't like people covering their necks red flag I would say add that to the list I would say it's a red flag that in your personals ad you're listing things you hate <laughs> I guess that's weird you don't want to send you don't want to go hey let's go on the turtleneck date to the Italian restaurant <laughs> and he's like well actually I'm not I'm not into that okay I, I don't know I mean let's both put on our best turtlenecks I think I just think it's weird <laughs> I just think it's weird in your personals to be like hey these are the things I'm into right another much longer list of things <laughs> things I won't tolerate Italian food yeah Italians <laughs> <laughs> okay how come um Italian food, he's trying to rule out garlic. Yeah, exactly. Garlic is in other kinds of food. <laughs> and by doing this, he's ruling out a great deal of good food. Yeah. You're never going to eat pasta, Dimitri? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Are you serious, Dimitri? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Have you tasted this stuff? It's great. So you're, you're rejecting Dimitri outright based on this. I don't think I could be in a long-term relationship that didn't include, like, arancini balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's fair enough. Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> I, but, yeah. I mean, we've cut the clip off there, but the, the email does continue. Um, it's Dear Wolf Spain, come and meet our mum at the market. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't tell her. Um, yeah, they, it's basically a surprise, because they know their mum won't agree to it. Yeah. So they say she'll be at like the supermarket at eight, turn up and don't tell her that we did this, and then just, I guess, love on her and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think the shenanigans that these children are pulling... Uh, like, getting their mum set up with a vampire and nearly getting killed by a vampire is actually the best case scenario. When you email, <laughs> yes. when you email wolfsbane at netherlink.ro and say... Come and meet our mother come. in the parking lot of a supermarket. Yeah, my mum is going to be at this supermarket. Don't tell her we sent you. <laughs> uh, um, well, we, we, have, we have a clip of who actually does receive the email. Oh, um, my God. And if you want to talk red flags... I think, and if you want to just settle in for like the actual highlight of the movie, yeah. it is this scene. This is the only genuinely good scene in the film. Yeah, let's see that email coming. Hello, everyone. Scene describing Luke here. There are a few visual scenes in this live show that we don't really describe that clearly. So, what's happening right now is you're seeing a coffin lid creaks open, a hand reaches out over to a mouse at a desktop computer, and accesses email. <laughs> Okay, I mean, what to what to say about that? This this film this film isn't very good, but that that's genuinely good. <laughs> A, like Lestat hand coming out of the coffin to, to check his AOL. <laughs> Does he just leave it logged on? Yeah, well, you get in America, you got free local calls, so you could just. Uh... He's not in America. He's in Romania. No, he's in America then. I guess it, I suppose he says meet tomorrow night. He's not. <laughs> Uh, well, he could travel. Oh, no, he can't because you have to get the coffin. You have to get the coffin. You're not going to get the coffin from he's, Romania to the US. And, okay, yeah. he's in the US now. It, well, I mean, he's close, close by. <laughs> Obviously close by. He's advertising in the Weekly Secret. What am I saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. It all makes perfect sense. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, Mum's got a date with a vampire. You make good sense and are good. You're a good movie. You're yeah. a good film, actually. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they. I mean, that's one part of the equation is getting the vampire to read the email. Sure. The other part is getting the mum to the supermarket because that's where she needs to be to meet them. And Adam does some just some really gross, like manipulative. Oh yeah. He says um, that is actually horrible. Yeah. He is horrible. He's uh, his mum's making pancakes. And he's like, oh, these don't have chocolate chips in the mum. No, he, he's saying, he's like, oh, I'm just, uh, he's, uh, mum's like, Adam, why do you look so sad? Yeah. And he's like, I'm just sad because I miss dad and how things used to be. So I remember being happy. I remember being happy when you and dad were together. Yeah. I remember, for example, we used to have pancakes and mum's like, oh, I can, uh, I can make pancakes. I can make pancakes if that'll make and he's you happy, like, darling. I don't know. She's like, I have everything to make pancakes right here. So, well, what don't you have here? <laughs> what would you need to go to the store for, hypothetically? He's like, I just, I really miss, we used to make them with chocolate chips. God, I just miss how my life used to be. <laughs> so obviously, Lynette, trying to juggle work, family, yeah. races to the supermarket at 8pm. Yeah. 8pm at the supermarket. for her, her awful son. To pick up chocolate <laughs> chips. Just to try and get a band-aid on this breaking family. Yeah, it's pissing down with rain as well. <laughs> I should point out. At this and point. she's made dinner already. Yeah. Imagine going to the supermarket at eight p.m. when you've already gone home mm. for ju- for chocolate for chips. Cho- just for chocolate just chips. For chocolate chips. When you already have all the ingredients for perfectly good pancakes at home. Mm. No, thank you. So they go to the supermarket. She's the best mom in the world. She is, and he's the worst son in the world. <laughs> and I hate him. <laughs> We have, honestly, we've not even begun to get onto like the worst of Adam's crimes. Yeah, uh, and I don't use the word crimes lightly. Um, they, go so, to the, yeah. they go to the food market, and the mum is off to get the chocolate chips. Yes, um, but now, the kids know that Wolf Spain is here somewhere. Well, they hope. They hope. They well, desperately hope. Yeah, Wolf they didn't Spain see. They didn't see the hand in the coffin, yeah. so they don't know he got the email. To be clear, this is Adam and Chelsea, the two oldest kids. Uh, they're the ones who want mum out the house. Taylor who is a very sweet young boy, um, has no hand in this at all. Mm. He does not want mum out the house. He loves his mother yeah. because she's so nice. Um, so, <laughs> so basically, the kids know somewhere in this market, in this supermarket, uh, Wolfsbane is. How do we identify Wolfsbane amongst all of these odd men doing their shopping at 8pm. Yeah. It's like a sort of like real life dream phone. So they've, they've got like some qualities yes. of Wolf Spain. Yes. So Chelsea walks up to a man who is buying spaghetti and says, I hate Italian food. And he's like, not me. <laughs> spaghetti. And she's like, damn, I guess you're not going to show my mum a good time. Uh, so I'm, I'm out of here. Another man is buying a cake. Um, Adam asks him if he enjoys, enjoys long strolls beneath the moonlight <laughs> yeah Adam walks up to this man with absolute no context given and says hey you look like someone who enjoys long strolls beneath the moonlight um, and then says how would you like to go on a date and I think this is a verbatim quote I'm talking one night with an incredible woman <laughs> Adam is 13 I think I um, but it turns out that the man is buying an anniversary cake so he's already married. So he's already married. So it's not him. Okay. Not him. Uh, Meanwhile, you're outside... buying your anniversary cake night off at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he won't be married for long. <laughs> but also, we see uh, a new character arrive. It's a man 
uh, clad in a trench coat, who... With a weird hat. Weird hat. He sort of rubs his hands together and says, come to Papa in a sinister way. <laughs> so maybe that's, maybe that's the mum's true love. Maybe. This trench coat sex fest. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, uh, see, they see the trench coat sex fest in the food market and yeah. they go, wow, look at that continental gentleman. <laughs> he looks like him. he enjoys the finer things. <laughs> uh, he looks like he enjoys long strolls beneath the moonlight. Yeah. So they're like, oh, let's get mum over here for a meat cute. They're trying to orchestrate this meat cute. Yeah. But oh no an actual meet-cute happens because suddenly another man drives his shopping trolley into Mum's, yeah. spilling the shopping. A British-accented man wearing double denim. And his... <laughs> who could resist? And folks... Continental. His, <laughs> his shirt is like not one button open, it's like two buttons yeah. open. Yeah. At 8pm doing his shopping in the supermarket. Uh, he looks hot as hell. <laughs> Uh, he introduces himself. He is Dimitri Dentatus. Dimitri Dentatus. Dimitri Dentatus. He says it's Hungarian. Romanian. Oh, Romanian, sorry. Doesn't sound Romanian, but. He's restoring the old man. Dentatus. Down by the lake, that's why he's here. Yeah. The Dimitri Dentatus. Yeah, his name is basically Dimitri Toothman. Um, but yeah, he says he's a trauma specialist doctor. He sleeps all day. He works all night, and that's why he's uh, he's here at the food mart so late, sure. buying his dinner. But, Sounds um, reasonable. Yeah, they're getting on. They're getting on real well. Well, uh, you say that all of their flirting is uh, completely dialogue free because I guess because it was hard to write. Instead, yeah. what happens is Adam and Chelsea kind of do a little huddle off to the side in the supermarket and go, "Hey, look, it's going really well, Mum and this." And this and this yeah. guy are really hitting it off, and it, they are just shown with no dialogue, going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they come back, and it's like, "Hey, we just had a big flirt, and it was well written." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was so well written that Dimitri then asks uh, the mum on a date. So let's... Uh, oh, we have a clip of that. Let's see that. And also look at Dimitri and you can decide if he's hot or not. <laughs> and, then, and you can also see what happens immediately Would you after. do me the honour of having dinner with me tomorrow night? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you seem sort of... What am I saying? Why not? I mean, I don't mean why not as in I don't care. I mean, why not as in... Why shouldn't I? <laughs> so can I take that as a yes? Yes. Good. No, I am so close I can taste it. There's a vampire in that market and I'm going to find it. Scene describing Luke here again. As little Taylor looks on, Dimitri drops his shopping and begins <gasps> a hideous transformation into a very large and weird looking bat and flaps off. <laughs> so that's a red flag. <laughs> Who, how many there. is that? Is that two? We keep in count. Three, I think. Three, yeah. three, yeah. three red. Uh, so Taylor, the sweet young boy, uh, has just had his life ruined by seeing <laughs> um, uh, by seeing uh, this <laughs> Dim- <laughs> Dimitri Dentatos shapeshift into a bat. Yeah, Taylor's mind shatters. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting that um, the film 
I think maybe a more interesting or better film would be would keep up the mystery of whether Dimitri was a real vampire or not. Yeah. A bit longer. Yeah. But literally, I mean, this is four minutes after he's been introduced, he transforms into a <laughs> and flies away. I think so, it's interesting how slowly he transforms into a bat. <laughs> As bat transformations go, uh, it sucks. Yeah. They only have one computer do? at Disney to render. Yeah, yeah, it looks so. like it's rendering in real time. <laughs> did, did, what are did, you going to do if you're like face to face with an Alucard or a Simon Belmont and they're trying to hunt you and you're like, bat form. <laughs> you, would be, you would be whipped senselessly. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Yeah, vampire killer right in the face. Easily killed, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, he sucks as a vampire. I think, uh, I think yeah, it would be a lot sucks. more interesting if there were, like, little hints that he's a vampire, and you're like, oh, is he, is he not? And then... If we're going to start listing ways this film could be more interesting. That's <laughs> true. We'll That's be here true. a long time. Um, but, but yeah, so, you are right, though. Yeah, yeah Taylor's seen it. He yeah. knows. Um, but, yeah. yeah, the other kids are like, brilliant. Now we can do our cool plans. Mum has got a date... With a normal man. <laughs> yeah. By the way, in that clip, uh, the dude in the hat, he was like, so close, I can almost taste it. We still don't know who yeah. that mysterious figure That continental gentleman. That continental, continental gentleman, <laughs> yeah. Who could, who, who could yeah. he possibly be? So yeah, so the kids, uh, uh, the kids now have a plan. It looks like mum does indeed have a date for that night. Uh, we're shown a little montage of uh, Adam. Mm. He, he's on the phone. It turns out, shockingly, that Duffy, his friend... Um, has given away his ticket to the Headless Horseman concert for no better reason than Adam told Duffy he couldn't go. <laughs> Which Adam thinks is completely outrageous because he's the worst. Yeah. Duffy's like, you said you couldn't go. I gave the ticket to someone else. And I was like, I hate you, Duffy. Yeah. We also see Chelsea on the phone. She's making a date with Peter. Yeah. But uh, Adam has a plan to get that ticket. Uh, no. Wait, wait, stop. Okay. Because Chelsea has quite a valuable beanie baby. What? Sorry. <laughs> so, in in the montage, we see Chelsea on the phone. She's making fixing up her date with Peter. Sure. Uh, yeah, she's got in the background. She's got a pretty pretty valuable beanie baby. I don't know if any did anyone who watched the film clock this beanie baby. <laughs> right. Thank you. Right. Not twisting in the wind now. <laughs> Yeah, so, alright, I'll put everything on hold while I just read you the vital stats on this Beanie Baby. Uh, It's called Spangle. It's one of the bears. You know the Beanie Baby bears? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so this one is like, it's all covered in stars and stripes. Uh, It's like an America bear. Um, It's Spangle's uh, issued 1999. Uh, There are two different versions of Spangle that were made. Uh, I cannot tell, despite pausing and zooming in, whether Spangle's face uh, is pink or white, but both versions were made, and one is considerably more rare. But potentially, Chelsea is looking at a a value today of $350. (laughs) If, if she's kept it in mint condition. Uh, It looks in good condition uh, from what we can see, but I didn't see a plastic case around the tag. Uh, so, would you like to know the little poem inside Spangle's tag? Absolutely not. It goes like this. <laughs> Stars and stripes he wears proudly. Everywhere he goes, he says loudly, Hip hip hooray for the land of the free. There's no place on earth I'd rather be. Aww. So, that's, 
That's Spangle the Bear. Uh-huh. Now, Andy, nice. I believe you wanted to talk about Mum's Got a Date with a Vampire. <laughs> There's sadly no time. <laughs> no, that was, that was worth derailing the podcast. <laughs> um, I've lost my place now. Uh, uh, Do you want me to just talk oh, about that? Oh, no, yeah, Adam, oh. Adam pimping out his sister for tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so Adam yeah. is going to get those tickets from Boomer, and he promises him a date with his sister. And he says that... He can guarantee they'll go to a kung fu movie, they'll eat burgers, and then kiss on the mouth. <laughs> yeah, so, so Boomer, uh, uh, Boomer is like quite a lot older. I guess he's Chelsea's age, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Boomer is the one who's got the ticket from Duffy. Uh, I, I don't know why. I think, I think basically Boomer is a bully and has been bullying Adam mm. and Duffy. Real Jimbo from The Simpsons vibes. Yes, that's yeah. exactly it. Now his shirt is chafing him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so he's like... Uh, yeah, he w- he wants that ticket bad, and Adam strikes this deal. Yeah, you can mouth kiss. Yeah, you sister. can you can go on a date with my sister if I have the ticket. Yeah, and you can kiss her on the mouth. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's Adam is the worst. It's real uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just saying that. He's yeah, he, <laughs> actually, yeah, the worst. and and it's it's not funny, but it's in the movie, and it sucks. <laughs> it's uh, Taylor, little Taylor Hanson. He's got more pressing things on his mind. Yeah, I mean, like his shattered <laughs> conscience. <laughs> His shattered mind from seeing a vampire turn into a bat. So he runs distraught to Adam. He says, Adam, if someone turns into a bat, that means they're a vampire, He's right? shaking, he's pale. He's shaking. He's, he's vomiting. He's visibly wet himself. <laughs> but this leads Adam to explain the rules of vampires to him. So this is important. This is what the rules of vampires are in the universe of Mum's Got a Date with a Vampire. Yeah. So true love breaks the vampire's trance. Uh, you don't... You can't... Wait, you have to invite them into your house... Uh, and otherwise they can't come in. That's, yeah, that's fair. And you can kill them with a stake through the heart. Yeah. So those are sort of the three core vampire rules in Mum's Got a Date with a Vampire. I guess also that they look a bit like Dr. Spichemin from 30 <laughs> <laughs> Again, hot. <laughs> All right. <Can> you say <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Taylor needs to, he wants to find Malachi Van Helsing because he needs a vampire answer because he knows, he knows that his mum has got a date with a vampire. Yes. He says it. He says the name of the movie. Does he? Yeah, he says Mum's got a date with a vampire. So, you know, he knows, he knows what's going on. Oh, I love it when that happens. Oh, but Adam is busy playing Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver <laughs> on the PC, so he's too busy. Yeah, don't worry, we checked. It did actually come out on PC. And it's a game that features a vampire. So, actually, yeah. thumbs up, well done. And if he kept that copy in mint condition? <laughs> Hang on, let me get on eBay. Please, no. So, yeah, the mum is getting ready for the dates, because the date's about to happen, all right? Yes. She's trying to find something nice to wear. She's panicking. She thinks she's, like, too old to go on dates now. Yeah. She's like, I can't do this at my time of life. I'll just tell Dimitri we can't go. But then Dimitri, he turns up in a suit and his Ferrari, looking very continental. Yeah, it's a Ferrari Testarossa. We checked with Mike. Um... (laughs) I guess... (laughs) I guess that Adam gave uh, Dimitri their home address. That's... Oh you my know. god, yeah, I didn't even think that, because they don't do it on the... Yeah, he presumably emails back and says, hey, I never actually... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I set a date with your mum at the supermarket. But I was too busy transforming into my bat form to get her address. We never actually got the address. Where do you live? Mm. What are your fears? Adam's like, yeah. <laughs> yep, here we go. The security lights are here, here, yeah. and here. So they, but they do actually invite him in, right? He stands at the threshold of the house. Yeah, for a while. Uh, and he's like... Yeah. And then Adam, being an idiot, is like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, you obvious yeah. vampire. Won't you come in?" <laughs> and he's like, yeah. "But then, you know, the, the mum is stressed. She's she's not sure she can do this. She's not sure she can go on this date. And then the kids, they give her 
really nice speech. They say to her, like, Mum, who you are is what's inside you. And as long as you're true to yourself, that's all that matters. You taught us that, Mum. And it would be a really touching moment if they weren't just saying this to get her out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) If they weren't fixing her up on a date with some rando. A date, uh, yeah, a date yeah. with... Well, though, to be fair, they no longer think it's the weekly secret guy. So actually, how did he get the home address? Because he can't have emailed Adam and been like, hey, I never got the address. That's Because... Yeah, they don't think he's the guy They from, don't they think, think he's Wolfsbane. No, they thought Wolfsbane was the, the sex fest in the trench coat, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So... This film doesn't hold together at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess... I, I don't know. Uh, got... Yeah, that's weird. Uh, okay. But anyway, yes. So they, they just want to get mum out of the house. Uh, then uh, uh, Dimitri describes the date that he has planned. Mm-hmm. Did you make a note of his, uh, Dimitri's, his date? Dimitri's date was going to be dinner at a steak restaurant called Renfield's. Red flag. Vampire <laughs> red flag. Uh, dancing and a carriage ride. Continental. Yeah, through the moonlight. Yeah. And then the mum is like, Oh, yeah, we could do that. Um, actually, though, I would rather do this. And then she describes something she would rather do. Uh, yeah, it was well, like going to the Harvest Festival and going which, on the bumper cars. And yeah, yeah. She wants, she wants to go to the Harvest Festival, which is a big carnival in town. It's actually where the Headless Horsemen are playing. So Adam really doesn't want her to go there. He's like, no, 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 not the Harvest Festival. I think, uh, I think Dimitri's date sounds good. Mm. Um, and Dimitri, in another red flag, really does kind of press the issue. Uh, yeah, he's like, we'll do my date, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. He's like, so here's yeah. what I was thinking we'd do. And she's like, oh, actually, I'd rather do this. <laughs> sort of have a booking at Renfield. So, uh, <laughs> why don't we do all of my things? And then if there's time. And then afterwards, I think you'll agree they were the right things to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And then, and then yeah, yeah, so Adam is like, enjoy your date, you know, stay out later than you want is the, is the phrase he uses. Really? Yeah. Stay out later than you want. <laughs> no one should stay out later than they want. Stay out late. Stay out later than you stay want. Stay out later than you want, Mum. Seriously, don't come yeah. home. Have a bad time. Yeah, never come home. But, oh uh, the headless horseman, baby. But Taylor is on the phone to the operator trying to get a number. If only there was some way of contacting Malachi Van Helsing. Um, but Van Helsing, he's not home because he is out and he is on the hunt for the vampire. And we have another clip of yes. Van Helsing's incredible vampire hunting. May I borrow your clipboard, please? Sure. At a used car dealership, Van Helsing waves the clipboard at charcoal sprinkled on the floor and footsteps are illuminated in flame. The gentleman was here tonight, about six foot, dark-haired, and he bought a car with cash. Yeah, yeah, he, he got one just like this, uh, but it was red. Of course it was red. Yeah. <laughs> Colour of blood. Gonna, so gonna drink that car. Gonna drink. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Gonna drink a car. Yeah. So this is the point at which we find out the the trench coat guy with the hat is Dimitri Van Helsing. Malachi Van Helsing. Oh yeah, Malachi Van Helsing. <laughs> also, take isn't it? Um, can we just talk about again how he's described as this shadowy figure? But <laughs> yeah. Taylor Taylor does get his phone number. Oh yeah, he easily gets his phone number from the operator. Yeah, well, he gets it from the Weekly Secret, doesn't he? He calls the Weekly Secret and he says, uh, "Hey, you wrote a thing about um, yeah, Malachi can, Van Helsing. Can yeah. you give me his phone number?" Can and you they're dox like, him for me." And yeah, like, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, that no sounds problem. good. Here's yeah. his number." Sorry, you sound eight. <laughs> Are you eight? Yes, sir. Well, what's an eight-year-old going to do? <laughs> I guess. I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. So uh, yeah, murdered by an eight-year-old. So I mean, you, I feel a, 
Van, he- this is your Van Helsing. Yeah. In the law of this world, this is your Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. It's Van Helsing for the dot com generation because uh, he has a GeoCities page. Yeah. You can get his phone number in the Weekly Secret and just text him tips about where a vampire is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, he- does weird like he gets flaming footsteps from vampires yeah what does he actually he's got like a charcoal briquette that he stamps on and then he sort of wafts a clipboard at it and then it shows you where the vampire's footprints went is Is that that help I guess that's helpful but then he got he got in the car and drove off (laughs) well maybe Dimitri when he bought the car looked at the car walked away maybe as a sort of bargaining technique right I don't want this car (laughs) why would he do that he can do mind control he's a vampire but then all the yes, yeah, that's probably you've probably got a pretty good deal. But the, the, only, <laughs> like, the only thing that that will have told Van Helsing is that he walked into a car and then drove off. It's useless. Van suppose, Helsing is a bad vampire hunter. I suppose it does confirm that a vampire was there, was there because a normal. Well, human, now he knows what car he's in. And more, it's, yeah, you know, there's not going to be many red Ferrari. Testarossas. No, in fact, Mike said that they're a very rare car, very rare and fancy. Yeah, so there you go. He's got all the, all he needs. He's got all the clues. But Taylor, having been unable to contact Van Helsing, he cycles off on his own. He's got to go down and save his mom himself. Yeah. So he's driving off downtown. Uh, the other kids see this and they've got to go and get him because they can't let their eight-year-old brother just go off on their own. So this is ruining their plans. They have to chase down Taylor now. Yeah. So they're in the house. They make it, they're, they're ready to go out, but they're like, oh, we've got to go get Taylor. Yeah. Uh, they catch up with Taylor outside Renfield's yeah. restaurant, where yeah. Mom is currently having a date with a vampire. Again, this is a Dracula reference, right? You, you yes. know that, yes. Yes, okay, good. yes. Right. Yeah, Renfield is a character in Dracula. So again, red flag. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, so they're eating, eating steak. And this is, oh man, this whole restaurant scene is red flags galore. He's like, um, oh, uh, they offer him wine. And he says, oh, I don't drink wine. <laughs> And then the woman comes over and is like, perhaps you'd like some garlic bread. And he goes, no! (laughs) Which, I mean, okay. I mean, saying no to garlic bread is a red flag anyway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you can't be too clear with this allergy information. <laughs> like you've got to really scream it sometimes. Yeah, that's that's true. Make sure the chef knows. Uh, to be fair, he will die. Yeah. <laughs> if he accidentally eats a garlic bread, yeah. I wouldn't go to a restaurant that had garlic bread on the menu. Well, yeah, that's true. But then he he tells but what restaurant is that? Yeah, no <laughs> restaurant, no good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tells her to have a have a steak because it's good for the blood. So I mean. <laughs> He's yeah. just being super vampiric. I would say he's already talked more about blood than you would want yeah. <laughs> for your date. But he, uh, like, actually, he does say some right things. He's, he's really, really big into, like, uh, upping Lynette's self-esteem. Upping the level of iron in her blood with the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, you know, he's saying things like, oh, Lynette, I think you've... I think you've been living this button-down life too long. I think there's a great fire in you that I wish to awaken. Yeah, I know who you could be. I know who it. you could. Actually, that's a red flag, isn't it? Yeah. Like, on your on the first date to yeah. be like, I think I know who you could be. Obviously, you suck. Yeah, right now. <laughs> uh, obviously, you're awful. But I think yeah. I see potential in you if you only follow my twelve-step program. To, yeah, you only buy my book. But yeah, Taylor sees them in the restaurant. He's about to bang on the window to sort of alert them. But he's pulled away by Adam. And Taylor can't believe that Adam is going to let a vampire kill his mother just because he wants to go out. Which is a fair point. (laughs) 
Remember, Taylor's the only one who's seen the bat transformation, so poor sweet Taylor. He's losing his mind over here. He's like, she's going to kill him. He's a real vampire. Yeah, and they're like, but the concert. The concert. But Peter. I've got a date with I've got a date. Peter. I've got a date, I've got a date with a Peter. <laughs> Chelsea's got a date with a Peter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a- Adam decides to allay Taylor's fears uh, by going into the restaurant and checking that Dimitri isn't a vampire. Well, poor, poor sweet Taylor. He's so trusting of his older brother. Yeah. He, and he knows that his brother knows all of the vampire lore. So he's like, he's surely the there must be... Yeah. Surely, he's at his wit's end, his mind is shattered. He's like, there must be some some tests we can do to... He's clinging to Adam. Please, Adam please, I need this. And he's like, it's fine, we'll go in, we'll find out if he's really a vampire, and then if we can prove he isn't, will you go home? Yeah. And stop being so unchill about this. Yeah. About this vampire that wants to kill our mum. Okay, so, look, if you're a mum, and you're out on a date, mm. and... You think your kids are at home, and then your kids walk into the restaurant, (laughs) the date's over. (laughs) Right? You can't be like, kids, go home again, so I'll finish my date, because it's late, and they're in town, and they were supposed to be in their nice suburban Americana house, but they're here at a restaurant. You'd have to be like... Walk home alone now from the date. The only solution is to... And it's not really a solution. You just have to go, I'm really sorry, Dimitri. My kids have gone weird. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm sorry, but like this is the package. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm I'm gonna have to take them home. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe date, we can do this again some other time. Date's over. But in decom land, no, your kid's showing up at your date. Yeah, needn't interfere at all, really. As long as you pass a vampire test. Yes. And the vampire test um, that they have in mind is uh, what Dimitri come. He they, they let Dimitri. Decide what the test should be. Don't let the suspected vampire determine what the test of a vampire is. Yeah. But what is the the test? Dimitri says... Well, yeah, we have a clip. uh, He calls it the spoon test. Hand me the spoon. Are you sure? Right. This will be it. Here we go. Am I all right? Am I still here? You're still here. Oh, thank goodness. You see? I guess I'm not a vampire. Well, I'm convinced. Um, it's some real patronising shit, I would say. Like, poor Taylor. I'll confess, I actually haven't read Dracula. Is there a bit where Dracula has to balance a spoon on his nose to prove he's not a vampire? Yes, and he fails, proving that he is. <laughs> it's the, climax, it's the yeah. climax of the novel. Yeah, yeah, that's how Harker knows. Yeah, so you, I mean, they asked Dimitri, suspected vampire, prove you're not a vampire, and he says, well, of course, as you know, as everyone knows, yeah. no vampire can balance a spoon on their nose. Yeah, and Adam, being the worst, says, yes, that's Fine. true. I, and his, you know, his brother looks up to his, his older brother, and he's like, well, if Adam says it's true, I guess. Yeah, and actually, Dimitri, he plays a blinder here, because the kids have just surprised, stormed in. Lynette is surely thinking, is this date going to be cool with my kids being really odd? <laughs> and he really is. He's great with the kids. He's really charming. He's really funny. They say, we think you're a vampire, you stupid vampire. And he's like... Oh my yeah. goodness, a vampire. Oh, heaven, oh, heaven oh, forth then. Oh, we no. must put it to the test. We can't let your mum be on a date with a vampire. <laughs> I think he's quite charming. Uh, but that's probably a defect. <laughs> it's probably a defect in me. <laughs> yeah. This episode of Mum Can't Cook is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Perhaps you've noticed that the world is a peculiar and often stressful place recently. Well, one way that I deal with those stresses is by watching children's films from the late 90s and early noughties. But a much better way that I deal with it is with therapy. I'm not exaggerating when I say that my life changed when I started therapy personally. Um, I think whether you are where I was, which was having a pretty awful time inside my own head and starting to think, hang on, I'm not sure that everyone else uh, is thinking this kind of stuff and feeling this kind of way all the time, uh, or whether you're just feeling overwhelmed by uh, the way things are at the moment, wherever you are, I really do think that therapy and that process of working with someone to try and figure out and gain, gain a better understanding of how your mind works is an amazing thing to do and can be so helpful. Uh, Andy, give them the facts on BetterHelp, please. Yes, as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com mcc. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash mcc. Luke, do you know those trousers that ninjas wear? Baggy around the thigh, and then they sort of gather around the. Um, oh yeah, the no, okay, I can picture them. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they run along rooftops and throw shurikens and stuff. Yeah, cool, good trousers. Where do you even Where do you even buy those? I don't know. I don't know where I would buy ninja trousers. I assume I would have to make my own badly at home, and then immediately trip over them and fall off the rooftop and be killed easily. No, they're just one of the many items of high-quality cosplay-ready clothing that's available at Volante Design. They've got a bunch of great jackets. Uh, have you ever? wanted to wear a jacket like Dante from Devil May Cry. I do now that I've seen these Volante jackets because they look they look incredible. Edward Kenway from Assassin's Creed. These are high quality handmade jackets. They bring that main character energy into your everyday life. Uh, Volante Design has official licenses. We've mentioned Assassin's Creed. We've also got Star Trek. Devil May Cry. Oh my god, there's a jacket here that would be perfect for my Corazon costume. The Rook, the Assassin's Creed Rooks jacket would go oh. so well. Well, Andy, maybe you want to go to volantedesign.us and use code MUMCANTCOOK for 10% off your entire order. That's MUMCANTCOOK, all one word, for 10% off your entire order. Volante Design, stay badass and stay running along rooftops in your ninja trousers. During the interval, we decided to email um, the email address. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Wolfsbane at netherlink.ro. Am I on? Can you hear me? Yeah, I guess yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so send an email now. Who knows? By the end of the podcast, we may have... Oh, no, we've got one oh, now. No, we've already got it. It says address not found. <laughs> uh, your message wasn't delivered to Wolfsbane at netherlink.ro <laughs> because the domain... Netherlink.row couldn't be found. Oh. Check for typos or unnecessary spaces and try again. Yeah, I know how to write an email address, Gmail. So who's going to date our mum now? I don't know. Oh, man. All I right. wrote, hello, we're a podcast and we're sort of interested to know if this email domain is real. Also, if you'll date our mum, cheers. <laughs> yes. I think the cheers was too chirpy. It. Yeah. The tone was all over the too place. Too chirpy for the, for the domain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like an up Too that. chirpy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's pick up where we left off. Uh, all, they just went through a charade to trick poor Taylor, who's 100% correct. Um, and so Adam has got Taylor mollified now, and they're going to leave the restaurant. Uh, but this is when Adam 
realizes that something is wrong with Dimitri because he sees in the mirror, well, he sees something quite disturbing. Uh, if we can have the clip of Dimitri and his, his Hi, reflection. Hi, Dimitri. You guys have fun. Good night. Hello. It's seen describing Luke here. We never really adequately describe what's going on here, but Adam sees that Dimitri has no reflection, and then Dimitri looks at Adam, and his teeth are all vampire -y. There they go. All, all sharp and that. Can I just say, in that clip, he turns, he turns to Adam and he goes, eh, and Lynette is looking right at him. <laughs> also, I would say, in this scene, the big revelation is he doesn't have a reflection, but also he looks at... <laughs> but also... I would say there's another clue. <laughs> yeah. As I say, an, attra an attractive man. <laughs> yeah, drinking in... Look, drink it in everyone. No one looks that attractive if you just identify one freeze frame, and we know that because people send us like, "Oh, I paused the YouTube video here. Don't you look funny?" Yeah. <laughs> Tweets quite often. Surprisingly often. <laughs> My video buffered at this point, and you look awful. <laughs> anyway, and here's what it looks like. Send tweet. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... <laughs> there you go, there's a better, more sexual vampire. So, <laughs> you can all enjoy that. So, uh, so yeah, no, no reflection at all. Yeah. Um, Which Adam, being the monster master... Yeah, he's like, wait a minute. Wait a second. Vampires. So now two of the kids, two-thirds of the children, know of Dimitri's vampirism. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, Chelsea's not really convinced yet. She doesn't know yet. She? Yeah. She'll find out later. And, yeah. and she's not going to be convinced because Adam doesn't go outside and say, Taylor was right, he's a vampire... He didn't have a reflection. I just saw it. Mum's in danger. Instead, he like goes all the way back home again mm -hmm. and is like, hey, Taylor, you go inside. Yeah. And then says to Chelsea, Mom's Taylor, got a date with a vampire. Mum's got a date with a vampire. Yeah. Taylor was right. Mum's in danger. We probably should have stayed at the restaurant. She'll likely be dead Should've by now. <laughs> Currently butchering she, her in the alley behind the restaurant. <laughs> They'll just find her drained carcass <laughs> outside Renfrew. That restaurant is full of mirrors with a lot of other patrons. I think I know. someone probably would have noticed that that reflection. But... Also, when we played that clip, I heard I heard a shout from somewhere in the audience. Someone going, "Oh, special effects!" <laughs> I think they just removed him for the second. <laughs> <laughs> you see the actors all peeking around the. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's a brilliant clip. It's a brilliant clip. I love it. Uh, but yeah, so that's the um, the restaurant part of the date is over. So uh, they're moving on to the next part. But also, Van Helsing is driving to the house because he received Taylor's voicemail. <laughs> yeah, Van Helsing, a vampire hunter for the dot com generation, yeah. is responding to messages on his pager from eight year olds. <laughs> from eight year olds who are like, "Hey man, I got a definite vampire. Yeah, he's, he's kissing on my mum." How? <laughs> How do you think how do you think Van Helsing has closed the net even as far as he has? Is he reading Dimitri's email? How did he know he would be at the at the, oh, at the, at the, yeah, food, at the food market? He has some yeah, I mean he's he was using the briquettes thing, so he had the footprints. So maybe he has some kind of vampire radar or something. Yeah. Because he was like there's a vampire in this food mart somewhere and I will I will find them. Yeah. So he's got some sort of vampire detector, I guess. You're a vampire hunter. Lock the doors and just start machine gun every patient <laughs> with silver bullets. Just honestly, you'll save more lives overall if you stake everyone in the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> These are the hard calls Van Helsing has to make. 
I'm sorry, it's not palatable. Yeah. Well, so Taylor, Taylor is at home with the babysitter. Yes. Van Helsing turns up. Uh, yeah, the world's worst babysitter. <laughs> She's like, on the phone, and then this <laughs> mysterious trench-coated man turns up and it says, Hello, I'm here to see your eight-year-old. <laughs> She's like, POV, yeah. you're the babysitter. <laughs> You're, you just, you're on the sofa. You're on the obviously. You're on the phone to your boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, you know. Hey, you should probably go to bed. Man walks into the house. Do you panic? Do you scream? Do you run for it? Do you try and get Taylor yeah. upstairs to safety? Do you, do you let, attack the man? Do you let the man leave with Taylor in his car? Because <laughs> that's what happens. If you selected the last one, you might be the worst babysitter in the world. Yeah. So yeah. Malachi Van Helsing kidnaps the eight-year-old Taylor yeah. and well, they leave to well, go on the hunt together. To be fair to Van Helsing, uh, <laughs> the vampire hunter of the dot-com generation, <laughs> he says, he tells Taylor, you shouldn't come on this vampire hunt because it's going to be dangerous. You should leave it to the professionals like me, vampire hunter Van Helsing for the dot-com generation. He's not going to catch on. And Taylor goes upstairs, then Van Helsing leaves... Then Van Helsing finds that Taylor's in his car. So he, yeah. he must have incredibly low situational awareness. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is not a good trait for a so, vampire hunter. So, Mr. Van Helsing, you're telling me the eight-year-old boy made his way in, into your car on his own. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, officer. I, just, I don't know how he got in here. I mean, look, spoiler alert. Later on in the movie, Van Helsing, uh, you know, kind of befriends the whole family. But presumably that friendship is going to be ruined after the credits wrap when the mum is like, I'm s- wait, hang on, sorry, how, how are you with my son Taylor? Dad, <laughs> yeah, brought him for a ride along, thought we'd go kill some undead. Yeah, it's fine. It's basically yeah. safe. Anyway, they move on to the next stage of um, Dimitri's date night. Um, mm. Or they're going to, but they, they go past um, an old rockabilly club. And it turns out that Lynette, the mum, she used to be quite the rockabilly person, enjoyer. <laughs> enjoyer of she, rockabilly. She, she used to be a singer in a rock and roll band. Rockabilly. It's a different thing, apparently. Yeah. We'll but, get into it. Yeah, we will. But um, yeah, she's, ast- she's astonished it's still there, uh, even though it's on Main Street and she must pass it literally every day. <laughs> Honestly, in this town, it's like Renfield's, their house. The rockabilly The rockabilly club. club. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know she's living a sheltered life. Yeah, and she's like, um, oh, D- oh, Dimitri, let's go into the rockabilly club and relive my rockabilly glory days." Yeah, and Dimitri, obviously being a continental gentleman, he's not, <laughs> he's not, he's not that keen. He wants he's to go on and do his, What was his carriage ride? Or uh, yeah, there was going to be a romantic, secluded carriage ride in the yeah. moonlight. So Dimitri's proposing this uh, very much more old-fashioned vampiric idea of a mm-hmm. romantic date. Because he's a square who would prefer to get uh, Jeanette alone and in a carriage, yeah. in a carriage, and seduce her with his mind powers. Uh, Lynette's a force of nature. She she drags him in. So let's yeah. take a look at the uh, at the town's rockabilly club, the hottest scene in town. Here it is. <laughs> What is rockabilly? Because that's ro- that's rock and roll, right? Yeah, that's rock and roll. So yeah, so um, rockabilly uh, is a genre popularized in the nineteen fifties. Don't just read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'll have you know, I adapted this Wikipedia page into my, own, oh, right, into my right. own writing. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, as I understand it, and I don't profess to be an expert, but I do love rockabilly music. 
uh, yeah, rockabilly music is this kind of, um, it's like 1950s classic rock and roll, but it tends to be very fast. There's a heavy, like, bluegrass influence. Uh, it always has a real heavy swing to it, and you definitely, definitely, definitely have to have a big stand-up double bass. Okay, well, they've got that. They've, they've got, got that. A, they've, they've got, got that. Double bass and, and actually, like... We cannot criticise the band here because I looked them up. They're credited as the Royal Crowns. They are a Canadian rockabilly band and they're still rocking today. It is odd because clearly what they're going for in the movie, I think, is rockabilly's close association with the horror genre through the subgenre that some of you might be familiar with known as psychobilly. Sure. Uh, which is, you know, which rose to prominence in the 80s. You're looking at bands like The Meteors. Uh, the creep show, horror pops. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's like rockabilly, <laughs> but you know, crossed with that 1950s yeah. sci-fi and horror thing. Well, the song they're singing here is called Goonie Bird Rock. So, yes. uh, I don't know. Good rockabilly. Good. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I I actually think this first song they play, it sound. I mean, it sounds like again, not an expert. Sounds like rockabilly to me. It is the last thing in this movie that sounds anything oh. like. It's a different genre every single time they play a song. Yeah, it, uh, it then later turns into just basically like straight country music. Yeah. Uh, because I guess the Disney Corporation will countenance one countercultural mute song per film. And that's it. And then it's back to good old homespun country. Do vampires not need to be invited into any building? Is it just homes? Because he just walks into this club. Oh my gosh. Is that a, he just well, he walks in the front door? The landlord of the venue should have to come down. Yeah, and come do down that. and personally invite yeah. him in. Yeah, maybe it's just homes. I don't know how it works. Uh, I don't if know. It, if, well. it's, if it's a business, surely there's a presumption of like he walks straight. He walks straight into Renfield's, but there certainly would have been front of house being like welcome. Someone being come like in. welcome, welcome. welcome. Yeah. The food, the market, the food. Ah, automatic doors. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. If a vampire walks up to an automatic door and he goes. That's like, well... Maybe a vampire doesn't trigger automatic doors like it doesn't have a reflection. Well, then, then they ha- do have a problem and you're going to have to get a Kmart greeter to... These are the sort of things we cut out of the egg. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine a hard edit there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the um, Chelsea yeah. and, and Adam, they also enter the Rockabilly Club despite being like 13... And they got let no one on the door. It's like the o- children. It's, it's the only happening spot in town. I guess they, you know, they yeah. have to. <laughs> you can't just turn. You can't. They can't turn away anyone. Yeah, they but, are barely making ends meet. But they're trying. They're trying to like get their mum away from Dimitri. So Adam gaslights a guy called Jim into dancing with his mum. So like a random child comes up to you and it's like, why don't you dance with that woman? Why are you bad at dancing? And Jim's like, I'm the best at dancing. You shut up. Don't ever say that again about me, Jim. Yeah, and And yeah, you'd think you'd just punch Adam hard in the face. Yeah, but instead he walks over. Yeah, and is and is like, hey, a kid told me to dance with you, (laughs) and I do whatever. Uh, And I do do what kids say. Yeah, but Dimitri hypnotizes him with Uh, the vampire powers and so he's He's like, uh, yeah, because. Lynette Jeanette? I can't remember her name now. Lynette. Lynette. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lynette is like, oh, is it okay if I dance with this random gym guy? And Dimitri's like, well, of course. I don't mind who you dance with because I'm a modern progressive gentleman. But but Jim, you were just leaving, weren't you? And Jim's like... And Jim's mind shatters. (laughs) (laughs) I was just leaving! Jim explodes in a column of blood. (laughs) Yeah, Jim's... Jim staggers away, bleeding from the eyes, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so and so that plan to get Dimitri away from again, 
you're her kids. Just walk up to her. Yeah. Walk up to her and say, hello, mum. It's me, your son, here in the Rockabilly yeah. Club. I guess your date's over then. Yeah. <laughs> mum, I'm vomiting and have diarrhoea. You... Yeah, whatever over. you want. Date's Just, over. Hello, mum, it's me. And then, yeah. and then make her run for it. She'll have to stop the date. Yeah. Hello, mum, it's me. Catch me if you can. <laughs> Just drive past the club in a car. <laughs> Hi, mum. <laughs> There are, there are so many ways to end this date, but they don't go for any of the good ones. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's pl- plan A has failed. What's plan B? Well, plan B, um, Adam, uh, he runs onto the stage because this is the worst run Rockabilly Club and you can just do that. And the mum doesn't spot her son on the stage. On the focal point of the club that everyone's looking at. No, um, and he <laughs> talks to the, uh, to the double bassist um, and he convinces the band uh, to try and get his mum up on stage because she used to be a singer in a rockabilly band called the Cowgirl Blues, which sounds like a blues band. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, the the band members in the Royal Grounds lose their minds. Are you saying seriously that someone from... Lynette Hanson? Lynette Hanson? Here tonight? From from Hanson. She's... (laughs) (laughs) The fourth member of Hanson they don't talk about. (laughs) Their (laughs) mum... What's interesting is that Hanson's mum did go on a date with a vampire, but she died. (laughs) She was killed by the vampire. It is pretty sad. They talk about it on the comeback. That's why they're so so religious. (laughs) Um, So yeah, she she gets pulled up on stage, and Dimitri has to sort of watch powerlessly as she slips from his grasp, and she's sort of everyone's looking at her, so he can't do any of his vampire moves. So let's uh, let's let's get a clip of the great rockabilly song that Lynette sings. Rockabilly. It's not. No, it isn't. I don't know what Rockabilly is, but I know it's not that. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you, you can tell when it's not right. <laughs> you just get the vibe. Um, Weapons grade eye roll <laughs> from from Dimitri <sighs> when he sees when he sees that she's heading up on stage. Oh, <sighs> oh god! And to be fair to Dimitri. He's a vampire. He probably is used to just, you know, people falling into his thrall. He is going through a lot of steps. He's jumping through a lot of hoops to, like, bag this victim. Plus he probably likes pipe organ music and stuff. Yeah, that's true. He's like, maybe we could go to a a Grieg recital. (laughs) Listen to the Castlevania soundtrack. (laughs) 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 (laughs
Exactly, yeah. exactly. All the local toughs are here. Yeah. And they're like, someone's, someone's stalking them there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they, they're like, yeah, we'll beat this guy's ass. And that's that that's, is yeah. that's kind of what kind of what happens actually. Yeah. Adam Adam says throw out Dimitri. He's bothering my mum. And yeah. we have we have a clip of this actually of the throwing of what yeah. happens when Dimitri's thrown out the club. And get ready, special effects likers. My brother's like obsessed with this vampire thing. And stay out. Hello everyone, scene describing Luke here again. Having just been thrown into a stack of kids' bicycles, Dimitri is furious. He picks them up, and using his immense vampire strength, he tears them in half and mangles them up and stuff. Chelsea looks on from her hiding spot, aghast. And now, Dimitri walks down the alleyway. He's looking up a vertical wall. He walks towards the wall. Chelsea looks on, terrified. He steps onto the wall. And now begins marching up the vertical brick wall of the club. <laughs> Much like his bat transformation, that was the slowest ass walk <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> but after that, I do really enjoy the sort of enraged Daily Telegraph reader strides. That you yes, yes, I'm going to talk to the manager <laughs> on the roof. Yeah, yeah, that's the walk you do when you look out of your big windows onto the garden and see the gardeners not cutting your roses properly. Oh, for goodness sake! Oh, there's for... leaves all over the lawn. <laughs> I told you to trim it back, but you've cut all the heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, How is he going to get into the club from the roof? The vents, I assume. Going to get in the... Oh, fine. I don't... I mean, of all of the ways that he has to get back into the club... Why does he even... At this point, if I was Dimitri, I'd be like, I'm just going to kill someone else. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to kill that dude. Also, I think it's so good in this scene how he uses his vampire strength to uh, smash up the kids' bikes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. His supernatural Nosferatu strength. Yeah. Just... Uh, just up some kids' bikes. Also, at this point, at this point, the, at this point, the people who run the club look out into the alleyway and they see a bunch of kids' bikes there, but no kids. Mm. Wouldn't you be like, where these kids go? <laughs> well, no, they know there are a bunch of children in their club. <laughs> <laughs> they're cool with it. Yeah, they're fine with it. But this does mean that Chelsea has now finally she's she's the third Hanson kid to finally get get visible proof of Dimitri mm. being uh, a, a kick-ass vampire. When he does his angry Daily Telegraph stomp up on sure, his... yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, so at the yeah. same time as this, um, the incredible vampire hunting team of Malachi Van Helsing and eight-year-old Taylor Hansen are driving around trying to find the vampire. Their, now, their plan is to drive around and see if they see him. <laughs> and, <laughs> Van Helsing, who I guess has he he must have some kind of vampire detector. Uh, Taylor tells him that they said they would go dancing. So Malachi asks this eight-year-old child where you go dancing in town. And he's like, I don't know, I'm eight. And Malachi Helsing is like curses for curses. Again. I guess I guess we'll continue driving around. Yeah, <laughs> the one. Yeah, I mean it's one street though. It's like the yeah. you know Renfields Rockabilly Club. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably out. you can see him by. Yeah. It's amazing they haven't seen him. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously Dimitri got back into the club and then the car speeds past. Yes. So um, they're off somewhere and they're. 
Yeah, where are they off to? They don't know. So this is frustrating to Adam, because he's like, finally I've separated the vampire from my mum. However, Dimitri effortlessly get, spider climbs back into the club and drives off in his Ferrari Testarossa. 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 Two S's. Meanwhile, yeah, so they're frustrated, but... Adam and Chelsea, they're like, well, how are we going to... We can't chase this. It's a Ferrari Testarossa. We're on a bike. That's, we're on, actually, we're not on a bike because it got effed up by this vampire. Yeah, because a vampire shredded our bikes with yeah, his inhuman strength. His incredible vampire strength. That happens in Dracula. Jonathan Harker's bike gets messed up. He's <laughs> like, oh, no. Then, but My then... ten speed. <laughs> so then they're like, well, how are we going to find them now and save Mum? Uh, and this is the point at which am I right in thinking that Adam and Chelsea decide that they're going to think where where would they go on where will this date naturally lead next? Yes, but then I mean they know that their mum wanted to go to the Harvest Festival, right? Yes, so they they think that they're probably going to go to the Harvest Festival. That's right, big festival, big like country fair. Imagine that, like you'll probably see a bit of it later, like country fair stalls and of course the rockinest death metal concert <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the harvest festival it's kind of a like sort of halloween it runs till october the 28th according to the sign which seems short-sighted <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get this all packed down yeah. maybe they're playing in a better town on actual halloween yeah. but um yeah in the car over dimitri and lynette are talking and she's uh she's exhilarated she hasn't sung for 15 years according yeah. to her so she's actually having Quite a good time. She's having a good date. Yeah. She's enjoying herself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, the kids uh, can't get to the Harvest Festival because it's five miles away and yeah. the vampire smashed off their bikes with his incredible vampire strength. So they, they get a ride with Boomer who can drive. Yes. Because he's old enough. Because they know that Duffy and Boomer are going to the Harvest Festival. Yeah, to watch the Headless Horseman. To watch the Headless Horseman. Exactly. But um, so Chelsea is in the car with Boomer who is just being a sex pest. Yeah. It's bad. Well, uh, Boomer believes that he has a deal to go on a date with Chelsea. Mouth kiss. Yeah. That will end in a, a kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Adam hasn't told Chelsea this. No. Because uh, he Cause sucks. Because he's the worst. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he's awful. But yeah, Boomer's uh, like, oh, so they get to the yeah. Harvest Festival and Boomer's like, hey, Chelsea, so when, when will we kiss on the mouth? Yeah. And she's like, what? And, that's... and he's what the like, hell are you uh, talking? look at this contract your brother drew up. <laughs> and she's like, think, whoa, think you'll find it's ironclad. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, they, they, they get in a row because obviously yeah. Adam <laughs> has done this terrible thing. Before... And then Adam is like, but you and I did the same thing to mum. And then Chelsea says, that was you as well. <laughs> and, she, and, and, and she's right. And Adam's like, checkmate. Oh, yeah. I treat... Women like things to be bartered and sold. Um, yeah, also, so, like, Chelsea, obviously, very upset, runs off into the county fair. Mm. Uh, sorry, the Harvest Festival. And then, weirdly, Adam turns to Duffy. Remember Duffy, who's his, like, peer at school and who originally was going to give him the ticket. Yeah. And um, Who's high as balls. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam just, like, yells at Duffy, Thanks, Duffy, I thought you were my friend. And Duffy goes... I am? <laughs> Rightfully confused, because unless I miss something, I don't think he did anything wrong. Duffy's, Duffy's timeline in this movie is, he has a spare ticket to the Headless Horseman concert. <laughs> he offers it to his friend Adam. Adam yeah. says, I'd love to. As then, a lovely treat for his As friend. a lovely treat for Adam. Adam then later says, I can't go. So I'm Duffy then offers the ticket to his friend Boomer. Boomer and then Adam separately strike up this other deal regarding a date with Chelsea. 
And so now Adam has the ticket back. Then, on the night, Adam doesn't show up, but Duffy, like, drives him, him and Chelsea there anyway. Yeah. And, and then they get there, and then Adam says, thanks, Duffy, you asshole. <laughs> I thought you were my friend, and runs off. Duffy, and, you motherfucker. Duffy's like, what did I do? Yeah, very odd. Yeah. Odd treatment of Duffy. Adam is bad. We've established this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, they're at the, the carnival. Dimitri is uh, <laughs> losing patience with Lynette. Yeah, he, he wants did... to have sort of fun and do stuff. He didn't want to go to the Harvest Festival. He, he wanted, wanted to, to go... feast on her blood in the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not going his way. No. Um, but yeah, this is, Lynette, basically, this is the point at which she turns down Dimitri because, you know, she yes. realises that she's... She's had such a good time that it's made her remember who she used to be. She was a fun-loving, rockabilly, blues singer who, I don't know, did, did stuff. And now she, she's like, oh, I could be that again. And Dimitri, you're kind of, you kind of suck. Yeah. I mean, literally as well, because he's a vampire. But... We'll cut That's hard. Yeah, we'll we'll cut any negative feedback. Don't need that. Don't need that energy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so the, yeah. Um, but Dimitri, he's not having it, is he? I think, yeah, well, I think we have a clip of Dimitri being turned down. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dimitri. It's just, some people just don't click. I mean, I had a terrific time. I just feel like who I want to be and who you are, they're very different. How about the bumper cars? No, I don't think so. I hate this place. I hate hellbilly music. I'm tired and I'm hungry. It's time to go home. Yeah. Uh-oh. So he's, he gets her under his vampiric thrall, yeah. which begs the question why he just didn't do that at the start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, there's, I think the idea is that... Uh, I think Adam mentions this briefly. It's like, if she comes willingly... Yes. Then... She'll be yours forever. Which... Is that better? I... I, I don't... I th- he wants to eat her, right? Yeah. He wants to eat her and feast on her blood and then she's dead. Yeah. If he does... If... 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 If, it's, if it's, she becomes his vampiric thrall, he can't eat her. It would be like eating Igor. Yeah, but... I you don't mean, eat Igor. No, but you can have, like, a pint of Igor a day for... For a while. I, yes. Okay, okay. Fair enough. I yeah. think that, I think the plot hole here is that Dimitri could go on the personals ads in the Daily Secret weirdo newspaper and say, "I'm a vampire who, I, who wants to get sexually killed by me," <laughs> <laughs> and we get like a thousand people saying, "Yes, please." <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. Do you want to enter my dark service of the undead? Yeah, I'll drain you of blood. They'll be like, yeah. I'm being literal here. I'm a literal vampire. People are like super into that. He is also... <laughs> ah, ah. But you've forgotten that the weekly secret checks. Oh, that's true. They've all been pre-checked by the Exactly. The weekly secret gets a lot of personal ads that are like, I want to sexually kill you and turn you into my vampiric thrall. And they're like, not today, Dracula. <laughs> Yeah. Nice try. We're a respectable public. We're a respect. No. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you, Vlad? Yeah. Well, not today. Not after. Not, 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 
an email went round. No, we've been told. Um, he could walk up and he could walk up and down the street with a, with a sandwich board that said, "I am a vampire. Come and get come up by me. Come and be killed by me." Yeah. And he would at least he gets several people easily. Yeah. But he's like, I must have Lynette Hansen for some reason. Like I don't, I don't. It'd she, be a lot easier. She to... has an inner fire. Yeah. Sure. I hope you're not expecting more sentences. <laughs> that's the end. That's the end of it. That's the, That's all I've got. But yeah, he's he's had enough. So he's just like, right, fine, thrall, bam. Done. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. We're moving on. Uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, at this point, his evening has already been wasted because he, he could have just like grabbed anyone off the street and eaten them behind a dumpster. Uh, that's the level of presumably blood nutrition he's going to be getting from Lynette because now he has thralled her, which is some way wor- in some Somehow way worse. worse. In the universe of Mum's Got a Date with a Vampire, that is a less satisfactory outcome for Dimitri. Yeah, but I mean. His the the kids are the sort of the complicating factor for him at this point because they they turn up and they start throwing things at his head, <laughs> <laughs> which I mean it's you know it yeah. does break his concentration doesn't break the thrall. No, so then, what was the point? The, all it does is yeah. So like Adam's by a um, like a kind of coconut yeah, shark like by a, also yeah. I have written down that um, we talk a lot about how like the greatest things about decoms is it doesn't feel like there's any Disney oversight. Yes. Um, and I think there's no clearer evidence of a lack of Disney oversight than the fact that a key scene in this movie where Adam throws this stuff at Dimitri's head takes place in front of a big stand covered in knockoff Winnie the Poohs. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no one at Disney yeah. was like, hang on. That's our bear. Well, no one, no one at Disney was like, you know, we've got some real ones if you want to use them. <laughs> There's simply no time. There's simply no time. We already filmed it. This was what we, look. This yeah. was a real fair in Canada, probably. We I ran out know, of film, so. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Adam throws uh, something at Dimitri's head, and then Dimitri uses vampire teleportation to kind well, of. Well, mm, it's the vampiric power of celerity, I believe. If you've played Vampire the Masquerade, you would know that. Okay. <laughs> Told. Uh, but yeah, he's yeah, like, why won't, you, why won't you leave us alone? Why are, you, why are you bothering us? And he's like, oh, Adam, you emailed me. <laughs> and this is when the, the, the scales fall from Adam's eyes and he realises somehow at this point <laughs> that Dimitri is in fact Wolfsbane. Wolf, you're Wolfsbane. You're Wolfsbane. That's, oh, man. Oh, no. A surprise a t- to me, Adam. What a twist this is somehow. The stupid... <laughs> the world's stupidest boy. Yeah. And he's like, yes, all the good vampire names were taken by teenagers. <laughs> Which is odd. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's like... I the, suppo- they I didn't know. take all the netherlink.row domains, probably. Well, when did this come out? 1999? Yeah, there were I think all the email addresses were Matrix-based. I think, actually, the vampire ones were, you know, still available. What do you mean Matrix-based? Like the Keanu Reeves movie? Yeah. All the email addresses that teens were registering oh, okay. were like, they were like yeah. I am Neo. I am un- I underscore I am underscore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did you... Do- oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. It was a, a lucky guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, he's he's basically powerless against this um, mm. super super fast, super strong vampire who's thralled his mother, and he's like, right, I'm off to murder your mum. Bye. Uh, Chelsea is like, we have to stop, we have to stop Dimitri, and he's like, well, he threatened me though. We'd better let him kill him. <laughs> Adam is kind of sat dejectedly at a bench, being like, 
there's nothing we can do. Guess He's gonna we better let him yeah. kill mum. And Chelsea's like, I think we should continue trying to stop yeah. his killing of mum. Yeah, it's already 8pm. <laughs> Adam's like, He's a vampire, though. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. And Chelsea, even though, she, like, Adam is the worst and set her up on a date she didn't want to go on with the promise of kissing, <laughs> Chelsea then delivers Adam a completely unearned pep talk about he, how he's the monster master. And if anyone can do it, Adam, you can. Yeah. Um, if anyone can ruin anyone's plans, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's you, Adam. If anyone can interfere fatally in an evening, it's you, Adam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Adam, he digs deep and he, he scries his vampire lore and he, he realises that Dimitri would take his mum to his lair. Mm. And he knows that they're restoring the old, the old Mather house out by the lake. Dimitri inadvertently gave Adam all the clues he needed to find his lair. Mm-hmm. It's the big house by the lake. Yeah, so they, they're going to get... Yeah. The big vampire castle on the, <laughs> on the edge of town. Yeah. But yeah we, so, okay, now we've got their house, Renfield's, Rockabilly Club... Harvest Festival, enormous vampire mansion yeah. on the lake. <laughs> Five locations is good for a decom. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah, we're spending money. Um, so yeah, they're, they're going to get a ride from... Uh, they get a cab, actually, over to there. And they, get, they manage to get there before the others because Boomer has sabotaged the Ferrari Testarossa. Yeah. Yeah, it's been sabotaged. There's a very brief and unclear scene where Duffy and Boomer find the Ferrari. They find a red like, car and go, red... Vampire car, probably. <laughs> the colour of blood. Yeah. I think we should sabotage it. There are like 20 red cars here. I guess we'll sabotage them all. What's not clear, though, because then they... You don't see them sabotage it. They go, hey, this must be the vampire's car. And then it cuts away. And then we see Dimitri get in the car and it won't start. And he goes, what? It appears to have been sabotaged. But then he does later arrive in the car... <laughs> So I guess he just spends roughly 15 minutes repairing the car. Yeah. Using the vampiric power of car repair. Exactly. Is that in Vampire the Masquerade? It's in Dracula, yeah. Oh, it's in Dracula, yeah. (laughs) While Lynette presumably sits in the passenger seat thralled. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he's Um, under the hood. (laughs) So Adam and Chelsea are heading to the house in a cab. Um, Dimitri and Lynette are heading to the house a bit later in a repaired car. And also Van Helsing and Taylor are heading to the house because Taylor knows that there are big houses by the lake. Yes. He's like, that's probably where he is in a big house. Yeah, and also Van Helsing does do a, a, a kind of hotter, colder, is there a vampire in this direction test, right? He hops out the car and he puts... Oh yeah, he does some he does cult a, nonsense. He does a small ritual. Yeah. He like puts some stuff on the floor and sets it on fire and it burns a line in yeah, a direction... Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Well, the vampires over there." Yeah, probably the big, yeah, probably the big houses. How far over there? So everyone, everyone is, everyone is converging on the house. So yeah, we're moving into the third act, the end game. Yeah, and I will tell you, there are 15 minutes left of the film at this point, <laughs> which is very much a sort of decom staple. It's like, yeah, oh wait, films need endings. But but we're not going to be able to summarize it quickly because everything that happens is stupid and doesn't make sense. <laughs> so. It, hang on, I'm going to take my glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it begins... So the first ones to the house are Adam and Chelsea. Yeah, remember, yeah. remember, three, three teams all heading to the same house. Converging on the old Mather house. The first ones to the old Mather house are Adam and Chelsea. Adam and Chelsea. They get a cab. The cab driver's like, are you sure you want to be let out here at this spooky vampire mansion? They are like, yes, please. And the cab driver's like, I don't care, bye. He's like, bye, you're 13, I'll leave you here. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. I think we have a clip 
of Adam and Chelsea entering the Mather House, and they don't have to work very hard to find Dimitri's lair within. Yeah, it's just, it's in his bedroom. <laughs> What are we going to do? Wait, do you remember when you took the TV remote and kept it in your room? Yeah. How did I get you to give it back to me? You stole my cell phone. Right. And cell phone is to well, teenager what coffin is to vampire. <laughs> cell phone is to teenager as coffin is to vampire. And mum's the remote. <laughs> The plan is clear. <laughs> Need... Now, look, you've heard the dialogue. You obviously understand what Adam means by that is I'm going to push the coffin out of the window into the lake and then I'm going to sit on it in the lake <laughs> and it floats into the middle of the lake and I'll be on it and vampires can't cross water and he'll be over there and I'll be over here on the coffin and he needs to be back in the coffin by sunup, or else he'll die. Yeah, so it's a but good he plan. He can't come to the coffin because I'm on it in a lake. Yeah. So he'll have to do what I say. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Mum survives. Mum. <laughs> yeah. Now help me, help me hump this coffin out of a window. <laughs> so um, I don't understand why they don't just destroy the coffin. I'm, I'm amazed the coffin wasn't destroyed when they hoi it out of a window. Yeah, right. Um, as a well-made coffin. Yeah, it kind of slides down some steps out off into the lake. Um, and yeah, Adam climbs onto the coffin. Yeah. And pushes it out into the lake like it's a little raft. Yeah. And Dimitri arrives in the car. He doesn't see them doing this. Uh, there are a bunch of wolves going nuts in the background, despite this being a sort of suburban area. And a, and a vampire film. He's getting real vampiric about it at this point. He's like, listen to the children of the night, what music they make. <laughs> but he can do that because he's got Lynette enthralled. Do we have a clip of... Uh, what's, the next, what's the next clip? The do next we... clip is him and Van Helsing having a fight. So no, oh, OK, so we're not there yet. We're not yeah. there yet. OK, so... so. That's unfortunate, because now I'm going to have to try and describe. <laughs> so, Adam... Okay. Right. Okay, all right. Okay. <clears throat> Paint this picture in your mind. Adam the boy is on the coffin, and he's in the middle of the lake. Really should have been or, a clip of this. Or at least he's like, I don't know, six foot away or something from, like, from the shore. Yeah, he's very close to the shore. Dimitri arrives. They sat astride the coffin. Yeah, Dimitri arrives. Uh, he's told Chelsea to hide, and she... What she does is she goes in the bush that's right there. Yeah. <laughs> and goes like... <laughs> so then Dimitri rocks up with Lynette in thrall. Yeah. He walks in, he's like, the Lynette... Ch the children of the night, Lynette, welcome to your new home. They make such sweet music. Yeah. <gasps> Humans! I can smell them! I smell them with my vampire... He's yeah, still, he's he is still actually full. being British here, yeah. but he's, he's going he's more and more vampiric. Vampire vibes. Uh, and then he stands awesomely in the doorway and screams, Give me back my coffin! And he looks out at the lake, and he sees that Adam is out there, like six foot away on his coffin, floating in the water. Uh, and he uses, what's it called? Celerity? Celerity. To just whoom, yeah. down, down to the shore. Maybe we do have a clip of that. I remember seeing that earlier. Adam's okay, coffin plan. All oh, right, amazing. Thank God. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, this great. is going to do some heavy lifting. I hope. Give me back my 
Oh yeah, what am I saying? Vampires can't cross water, can they? Well, unless of course they're in their coffin, but I've got your coffin here. Huh. Too bad. Do you really think you can play games with me? Oh, no game. And Sunrise is at six. All right. What do you want? Straight up trade. My mom for your coffin. One to one. God, I hate him so much. <laughs> at this point, I'd like to uh, indulge in a little bit of role play. Oh. You are Dimitri. Okay. You are in this situation. Right. What would you do? Um, shoot Adam. <laughs> with a gun. And then get a big hook. And get my, my coffin back. That's one. I was thinking I would look on the ground for big rocks and throw yeah, them throw at Adam and, until he was in the water or dead. Love that. <laughs> Love so, everything. So that's another one. Yeah. He can turn into a bat. Uh, we've seen that. You yeah. can probably bat over to the coffin. Can he bat over water? I mean, I think you've got to be able to, right? It wouldn't yeah. be a very effective bat power if you can, like, cross a stream or... Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, okay, le- but, let's just, but let's be charitable and assume no. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it, yeah, there are rocks around. I would throw a big rock at Adam's head. <laughs> yeah. Also, he has Lynette, the bargaining chip. I would maybe get Lynette yeah. and be like, I'm going to bite just your neck. Just bite fingers off. One by one. Start, there you go. Start biting fingers off. <laughs> start biting fingers off. But the cowardly writers <laughs> won't show you a won't vampire show biting you. a woman's fingers off in a Disney channel. They won't original. show you a vampire throwing rocks at a boy until he dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In their cowardice instead, they have yeah. Dimitri, who has all of the endless strength and power of his ancient creed. Yeah. Instead, he's like... He's like, oh wait, your sister's in this bush. (laughs) Well, I've I've got her now. So yeah, Dimitri gets Chelsea. He's like, well, here's Chelsea. How about I kill her? And Adam's like, oh, actually, no, don't do that. Yeah. So he paddles the coffin back. (laughs) It's a sort of humiliating climb down. (laughs) We don't see him paddle the coffin back, but I imagine it's like, he has to do it with his feet. (laughs) And it takes quite a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is the point at which uh, Van Helsing arrives, and then he hands Taylor like 35 bulbs of garlic. <laughs> and he's like, hold these and don't leave the car. Why are you giving the bulbs of garlic to Taylor to keep in the car when you're going out vampire slaying? Might you not need all the garlic? But if the vampire were to celerity over to the car, he can't kill Taylor now. He's being, he's being protected. He's protecting Taylor! Taylor. He's Van Helsing is such a good guy. Yeah. He's well, a vampire hunter for the dot-com generation. <laughs> he, I mean, I've been, I've been sassing Van Helsing quite badly because he's terrible at vampire hunting, but Van Helsing and Dimitri now do fight. Yeah. And to be fair, Van Helsing is... Or to be, either, I, I don't, okay. either Van Helsing is good or Dimitri is... It's awful. not that Van Helsing... Is, well, look, we have another clip. Make up your own minds about <laughs> Dimitri's combat capabilities. Vladislaus will lick you waiting. I can't say it's a pleasure. Oh no, Van Helsing. The pleasure will be all mine. Scene describing Luke here, Dimitri flies towards Van Helsing, but Van Helsing steps out the way and Dimitri flies out the door and stacks it into the paving outside. But Dimitri's not done yet. He stands up and prepares to fly back into the house, but Van Helsing closes the door and Dimitri hits the door. 
It's not going to hold up. So Van Helsing with the agility. Let's no of no Debbie no. Reynolds, he Let, moves slightly. Let's let's go frame by frame. <laughs> Dimitri seeing his his old adversary Van Helsing a chance now to end the line for good. He flies with Van. Ah, ah Van Helsing, who we don't think has any powers at all, is like. <laughs> doesn't even move his feet <laughs> and Dimitri charges head first out the door at which point he kind of like falls over really eats it real bad <laughs> kind of stacks it into the gravel yeah. Uh, yeah gets back up and is like ah but my second lunge will yeah, surely yeah let's try that again yeah this time he does the lunge and Van Helsing slams the door in Dimitri's face and Dimitri is stunned. Yeah. Then Van Helsing turns around and goes, that won't hold him for long. I would hope not! <laughs> it's a closed door, and he's a vampire. Yeah. That won't hold him for long. It do- I mean, to be fair, it doesn't. No. So, yeah, he, gets us- he does get back in, yeah. and he-, he does get the better of Van Helsing at that point, and he's about, he's about to kill Van Helsing. But who's this? It's Taylor. Little Taylor Hansen, and he's got a stake. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, Van Helsing is on the ground, unconscious? I think unconscious. Unconscious, yeah, he's been knocked out. On the ground, unconscious. Knocked out, like that, uh, out of the fight. Beaten by Dimitri. And Dimitri's like, time to eat you, Van Helsing. And mm-hmm. goes, ah. Any minute now, the biting will commence. And moments before the biting can happen, Taylor runs up behind Dimitri... And hits him on the head with a stake, like this. Yeah. And Dimitri's like, ow! Now at this point... That's not what you do with stakes. You put them in the heart. No, no. But But but, Taylor's like, bonk. But Taylor, I don't don't blame Taylor. I blame Taylor. (laughs) I mean, you've got a pointy stake, you've got a vampire. Fair enough. Put it in the heart. Taylor's only eight. What I think is more remarkable is that then Dimitri turns around and has two options as I see it. One... Tear Taylor in half. Yeah. Start tearing people in half because Turn you've been into a blood fountain. Yeah, because yeah. you've been remarkably like you've been really holding back on the blood fountains up till now, Dimitri. You're an incredibly strong vamp. We've seen him like tear a bicycle in half. He could yeah. tear Taylor in half so easily. But instead, I guess in his mercy or I don't know, he says to Taylor, like, don't don't do that. Yeah, and then all the kids, all the kids then, are like, "Hey, van, hey, vampire, you suck!" But no, no, and he's like, "What is with this family?" Which is a fair point. And then he turns around to bite Van Helsing again, and Taylor hits him on the head the exact same way. Bonk. With this, and he's like, "Right." <laughs> no, I'm annoyed now. This far and no more. This far, no further. Yeah. Put a put a pin in biting Van Helsing, and he stands up, and he's like, "Right, kids, right." right. I've had it. I've had it up to here <laughs> with this family. Mum's still in thrall. Here with this family. Mum is still in thrall. She's like just stood in the corner, like thralled up, thralled up, thralled up to her eyeballs. Yeah, thralled senseless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, Dimitri has just these three defenseless kids. Yeah. Uh, and he could tear them in half, turn them into blood fountains, blood fountain them up. So easily. Yeah. Uh, but instead, he, he basically starts talking to them and saying, I am the vampire. I have all the power. And Quit then he, sassing me. 
Quit sass. Yeah. yeah. And he uses his, some of his vampire powers to, like, make the kids walk around a bit. Yeah, he, th- I mean, he, throws, he throws them. Not he throws, to the extent yeah. that the mum is thrilled. So Adam and Chelsea are, like, in his thrall. They're, like, frozen by an evil spell. They're frozen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an evil is spell it? that freezes them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Dimitri again goes for his big, slow vampire bite. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think we have a. I think we have a clip. We have a clip. Have him moving what happens? In, moving in for the kill. For what will surely be an effortless kill. <laughs> we'll easily kill these children. Uh, the one where I the, don't know. It's got, mom's, spoiler mom's alert. Mom's it's love co- defeats oh, yeah. vampire. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So who's going to be first? Mom, <laughs> Okay, I've really got my work cut out here. Lynette runs towards Dimitri and pushes him. Meanwhile, Taylor and Van Helsing open the lid of the coffin so that upon being pushed, Dimitri falls back into the coffin. Then Lynette slams the coffin lid down. Lynette! 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 Where's this come from? I'm shocked. <laughs> I thought you'd be on my side on the, the killing of children. <laughs> we went to Renfield. <laughs> we had a good time. Um, yeah, so it turns out that uh, true love can defeat the vampire's thrall, as we discovered from the Count the, Krelsky movies. The geography of this scene is not exactly clear. They just put it all in slow-mo so you don't think too hard about it. Yeah. But the mom, snapping out of her vampire's thrall, runs at the vampire mm. and shoves him. If and I it, were a super strong vampire, I would simply not be pushed over. Here's what I'd do. <laughs> I'd use my left hand to grab half of her, yeah. and the other hand to grab the other half, and I'd tear her in half. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. And then I would tear in half everyone else in the room. Yeah. And then drink I would all their blood. Drink all their blood, kill Van Helsing, yeah. end the line. And then check my email, see if <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm probably needed in the next town. And these sexy new leads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, but instead, what happens is he's easily pushed over. Into his yeah. coffin. Van Helsing seals the lid with silver nails. Isn't uh, that a werewolf thing? No, silver works on vampires. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He nails, he nails the coffin shut All with right. silver-plated nails. Uh, <laughs> it, and then he's like, yep, we'll sh- ship him back to Finland. I guess it's Finland's problem now. It's the- <laughs> he's well, he says, he says, he'll spend the season in my facility in the South Pole? Oh, yeah. He says, says, we're going to ship the coffin to my facility in the South Pole uh, because it's always daylight there. Yeah. And then then when seasonally it's appropriate. Bad luck, Finland. Bad luck, Finland. (laughs) I guess because it's like Finland has those super long days. So they'll be safe all the time from Demi. Or, or, or kill him now. He was trying to kill him earlier. He had a stake and he was trying to yeah. kill him. You are a vampire hunter. Kill him. You have the stakes. You have him in a coffin. Push the coffin. What happens if you push the coffin in the lake? He can't cross water unless he's in his... Co- just sink. I don't know. Just kill him. Kill him. Easily. Yeah, kill him. Kill him. Look, we've established he's very slow. Open the coffin. Stake. <laughs> What's he going to do? Sl- he'll be mid-bat transformation. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, oh, in about 30 seconds, I'm going to walk up a wall yeah. and get out of here. <laughs> uh, 
Then we put very slowly put one leg on this wall. Yeah. Steak. So <clears throat> the the, the film... transport costs alone for getting a top into the South Pole. Steak okay. him now. The, I think we need to talk about Van Helsing's whole deal at this point, don't we? Because the film sort of establishes Van Helsing. At, clearly, he's local. He lives. He must he, like. He, either he's, he's hun- got a facility in the South Pole. <laughs> Okay, so he has... How do you have the finances to have a facility in the South Pole where you house vampires that you've hunted in their coffins Mm -hmm. and yet you don't have the facilities to, like, have a nice car or have a plan better than I'll drive around the town until I see... (laughs) And maybe I'll see a vampire. This is probably the first one he's got. That's... Yeah, that's that's true. He does, I mean, those GeoCities hosting costs. (laughs) Pretty steep. GeoCities cover the costs. Oh, don't even worry about it. All right. How did GeoCities go under? They had such a robust (laughs) business plan. Did Um, they go under? I'm going to look into this later. Don't. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Van Helsing somehow has captured Dimitri, which is disappointing to me because Dimitri seems cool and powerful, and Van Helsing's just like driving around with an eight-year-old, being like, "Have you seen a vampire?" Please say if so. He lives in a hotel. You yeah. know that. So things yeah. not going so well for Van Helsing. For Van Helsing. Yeah. Um, Why not live in the South Pole in your facility? Yeah, but, I mean, it seems like Lynette isn't so down on Van Helsing as you are because she's like, oh, continental. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Van Hel- And they have a brief conversation which ends the film where um, uh, Lynette is like, hey, I've just come out of a vampire thrall. We never did get that breakfast let's make pancakes and then Van Helsing says you ever tried them with chocolate chips you ever have pancakes with chocolate chips and she's and like she's damn like, that damn <laughs> damn that's just how my ex-husband used to make them <laughs> I guess yeah I mean let's see the, the crackling sexual tension between between these between these two would you like to come for breakfast breakfast why not Sure. Well, I never did make those pancakes. Have you tried them with chocolate chips? <laughs> I already got them. Then it's a date. <laughs> Damn! Woo! Then it's a date. And the kids go, don't call it a date! Freeze frame. Credits. Freeze frame. And then Dimitri goes, Happy Halloween! like, wow, that's really the ending. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's very peculiar. Um, Michael Eisner walks in and says shut this whole thing down <laughs> Michael Eisner walks in and says hey uh, we need a decom on the channel in like one minute I yeah. assume you've got one yeah we were just about to watch it through to check we for just... knock off Winnie the Poohs no now we were just about to write the good ending air it air <laughs> it gone have him say happy Halloween you now happy Halloween you happy Halloween, Halloween. done, done. Print, get that on done. tape good done. air it's on the Disney channel done bam yeah now to open Disneyland in Paris <laughs> yeah. oh it's bad <laughs> Yeah, that's what that really happened. Yeah, that's how it that's how it went down. Um, yeah, from Lynette's point of view, presumably when you're in a vampire thrall, I don't know. Do you see things? Do you see what's happening? Is is it just no, like, it's just like time, a tra- it's a trance? I guess so time passes it's an in evil a moment. Spell that freezes you. Okay, yeah. right. So so Lynette's on a date with what she thinks is a normal human. All of a sudden, she's like, "I'm not really into you because of your weird stuff." Yeah, existence pauses for a moment when yeah. she comes to she's now in a castle she's looking at Robert Carradine in a trench coat and she's she like, doesn't know who he is yeah. her children appear to be in some kind of peril they're yeah. about to be 
bitten by Dimitri, who she was on a date with a moment ago, uh-huh. I think I would just be like, Dimitri, why are you biting my kids? <laughs> well, Which is all the opening Dimitri would need to tear everyone in half. But, I mean, you're, you're forgetting the raw sexual magnetism of Robert Carradine. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I was wrong to forget that. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, that is basically the end of the film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're done. Well done. Good decom, everyone. Yeah, I mean... Bam. Checks in the mail. Yeah. We're done with Mum's Got a Date with a Vampire. We have to choose our next film to watch the decom. And as yeah. a treat for the people who've come today, we're going to let you choose. We have a, op, three options. Three what, good options. Three good options. And we're going to go by majority vote here. Yeah, we'll go by cheerometer. Yeah. It's accurate. Yeah. Okay. The three decoms we have to choose from, I'll tell you all the titles and then I'll give you the descriptions. We have a film called Now You See It, dot, dot, dot. There is like an ellipsis in the title. Mm-hmm. Motocrossed. Mm-hmm. Genius. Yeah. Here's the description of Now You See It. An aspiring TV producer searches for the world's greatest kid magician. <laughs> So choice. Shouldn't have read that one first. <laughs> Motocrossed. A young girl secretly poses as her twin brother to win the big motocross race for him after he breaks his leg. Good. Genius. Yeah. Oh, right. I really I like motocross. Genius. A teen genius juggles the roles of college student and junior high bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have now you see it. Motocrossed. Genius. Shall we get a cheer for Now You See It? Yeah! Woo! I want to do I want to do this one. Can I get a cheer for Motocrossed? Yeah, okay. Can I get a cheer for Genius? Okay, wow. All right. I I think Now You See It probably has it, right? Uh, I don't know. I was loudly cheering in my in my own ears. So it's hard for me to tell. Okay. Well, then let's do it. Let's do it. Lightning round. Run off. All right. Now you see it. Genius. It's now you see it. It's, it's now you see it. That's really it. close, but I think it's now you see it. Now, okay. Now, now you, you see it is so choice. <laughs> and it's from like 2004 or 2005. So like we are jumping way to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Decom time. Well, you think they've got better at this. <laughs> And, and yet... There, there's, there's evidence to suggest they got worse. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's going to do it for us, That's going to do it for our podcast. Thank you so much to everyone for coming. Thank uh, you. We really appreciate you being here. And yeah, this will be going up in like a, Sometime. Week's, a week's time. Oh, God. So best start the edit. <laughs> Crack on with the edit, Luke. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming. Give yourselves a huge cheer. And thank you to Loading Bar as well for hosting Thanks us. So much. Let's cheer them as well. Find expensive the drink. Bye, bye, bye.